cast is short, Dread. Hello, and welcome to the Saladcast on Monday the 29th of August, 2011. I'm your host, Dan Train. Joining me today, Zachary Burgess. Not, looking the other way. Yeah, yeah, I was looking at some bars going up and down. It's always more interesting. <laughs> Audio bars are more, <laughs> <laughs> more interesting than the conversation. Well, yeah. more interesting than the intro, at least. Uh, because it's the same every time. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> Robert Kemp, have you come up with an alternative intro yet? I did one, but... One? <laughs> well, sort of two. One time. I had a second one, that we well, just didn't actually use it. Let's use it now. Because then Dan jumped in and took, it, took over that time I suppose well. you introduced the Tardcasts. Well, that, yeah. Well, no, you did one of those as well. Yeah. Or at least one or two. I can't remember how many of those there's been, so. <laughs> Good ears, by the way. Yep. The other one complaining about talking about our own podcast and our podcast, and then that's when you immediately start talking about the no, stuff. No, you said <laughs> that I was going to do the intro, so I had to reply to that. That wasn't my fault. That wasn't on the... That was like Robin is butts or whatever. <laughs> It's never my fault. <laughs> People just assume I talk about ass all the time and then steer the conversation in that directory looking at me. Directory. Well, at least you're not a boob Nazi. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a boob Nazi in any way. Boobs for everyone. <laughs> it's like boob communism, maybe. Equal boobs for all. Abortions for some. Miniature American flags for others. <laughs> Indeed. Anyway, how's it going? You should do your intro, go on. Do your second intro that you, you prepare. <laughs> I didn't prepare it that much, and I don't want to waste it. Now that we've well, already in done case, next time. Yeah. Okay, look forward to that next but time. we asked you whether you wanted to do it. Yeah, and then I said, so, not this time. When is the right time <laughs> when for his like egg it. intro? Do, do the planets have to be in alignment in some mysterious fashion, or do we have to feng shui this room slightly? Yeah, this is not a good position. Does it include the couch to be found back? We could swap. Can I help? <laughs> I'll, I'll sit on the right-hand side. Does your intro include some of the same elements as mine? Like the date, the names, <laughs> yes. the cast, it does the names the of the people? Because that's quite important. That's all I say. That's important I... information, just in part. I mean, that's what I did in my, in my other intro. It's yeah. not like in Finnish for some reason, is it? Or... No, I, I, can, I can only theoretically <laughs> speak German. And even that, I haven't done for forever, so I can't. Guten no. Tag, Bradwurst Schnitzel. <laughs> <laughs> Like, good, like, good day, sausage, sausage. <laughs> yep. It's like um, the um, cop from LOLO, isn't it? That's always hilarious. Good morning. Supposedly simulating a French guy with a bad accent. <laughs> good morning. Can you even say salad in German? Salad. No. No. Of course I didn't learn how to say salad in Germany. What are you talking about? That's salad. <laughs> you're not going to be eating that when you're in Germany. Too much tasty meats today. Yeah, exactly. I know what they call I know what they call a courgette in German. Green schnitzel. <laughs> I don't think they do. Also, it would be green. <laughs> That's true. What's the German for green? It's like grim. Grim schnitzel. Grim <laughs> schnitzel. Or schnitzel grim. I don't know if they would do it backwards. Schnitzel of grim. I think in Germany you do, you do it the normal way round. Descriptive words first, instead of those other weird languages where, they, where like, the actual adjectives come at the end of the fucking line. It's all Grunhausen. Anyway. Hausen works. Hausen always works. <laughs> that is totally not a German word. Hausen. Or maybe it is. Are, are there German but it doesn't mean what you think Hausen? Does. Like, <laughs> like dramatic well, I'm, sure move on. I'm pretty sure it doesn't mean house. If that's what you mean. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it does mean house because house means house. House means house. <laughs> <laughs> Spelled slightly differently. H A U S. House. I don't think that you even has all that. 
So it's not regular you. Oh, would that be house? No, it would be house. House. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. I don't know. House. German is too old or too long ago. So, <laughs> German is so ancient. <laughs> no one speaks that anymore. No. <laughs> it's a dead language. But games comping, it just, you know, didn't happen in Germany at all. It was a... Uh... Speaking of which, oh, that was an excellent segue. Yeah. Speaking of which, <laughs> see how I did Gamescom. That? Did you see the Star Wars thingy demo that they did at Gamescom? <laughs> oh my word! Oh, with the Rancor. Is it? No, Is that not right? that one. Oh right, which one did you mean? They did a live, like gameplay segment no. on stage where was they it had like eight bad? Yeah, it was hilariously bad. <laughs> well, that was the thing. I watched it. Uh, Zach showed it to me yesterday. I watched it, and I'm sitting there thinking. You know what? This doesn't look too bad. It looks like a more polished WoW. It's like and presumably generic. that's what MMO players are after. You oh, you talk about the Old Republic. I thought yes, you were talking yeah. about Star Wars. The oh no, Connect. no, no, no. <laughs> Oh, you mean? Okay, so what? What's the problem with with the Old well, Republic? The pro- well, the problem was. Generic. Well, yeah. The, pro- the problem is, is that it is WoW with more polish. It doesn't seem to be anything other than that. From what it's I can got, see. like skill bars and like. It's well, like of course it does. Well, I mean, yeah, I know, but it's got like a very like wow looking kind of like here's um, like two sets of skill bars stacked on top of each other. So many. It, it, yeah. did, it did have a few things that going. Broke. It did have a few things going to it. Like the setup seemed a bit, you know, how you got into the mission was like a scripted sequence and was kind of cool. This there was like voiceovers happening to go with the mission rather than just random bits of text. And yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. So it did it's have all voice, doesn't it? It did. It did have a bit more polish. The problem I had with it is that Zach then immediately showed me the Guild Wars 2 video straight after, and it just blows it away. <laughs> in, I in find that much surprising. The, the, the level of stuff that's going on in that um, event, as they call it, in the Guild Wars universe is just ridiculous. The presentation is top-notch, really, and there's a lot of stuff for everyone in the fight to be doing, rather than just, okay, whale on him now. But of course I need heals. It's of like course there's the... tactics, there's stuff to do other than the main thing I'm supposed to be fighting in order to make the fight work. It's but of like... course in the Guild Wars video, it's like, it's not so quite obvious what the mechanics are. No, true. You don't literally see, like... Because especially in and now in that especially in the Guild Wars two like graphics now everything is like super fancy glowing flames and shit. The tall, <laughs> the tall guys with their demos are trying to show what it will actually be like to play the game for people who play WoW and are like, yeah. well, what are my skills going to be and shit? They yeah. don't. They're not trying to just because if they were just kind of trying to impress, they'd just show one of their pre awesome pre rendered yeah. crazy intros, yeah. which are like cooler than the last three Star Wars films. The two things that I found really really particularly dumb about that demo of Star Wars was the bit where where he's like, okay, we're going to then he's like, they've got a character who's basically invulnerable, he can't be targeted because he's being the camera, so he's like running around looking at the Oh, okay, from the, for the purposes of yeah, the demo. Yeah, from the, from the demo. Okay. But he like runs up and it's like, look at this bounty hunter and there's two bounty hunter guys and they're shooting at this turret and they're just standing there like <laughs> the turret is just shooting with in the face in the classic MMA style. MMA style, yeah. But then it's like, oh, he's going to DPS, do... DPS, right? Yeah. It's he... like, can I... is my rate faster than the turret? He's or... like, I'm going... To... He's going to do his death from above move, which is like Boba Fett with his jetpack and like the missile and everything. And yeah. the, the guy just sort of goes... Whoop, whoop, whoop. <laughs> 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 it's like, wow, amazing. Dramatic, yeah. And then... And then I'm, the... I'm hoping that sound is enough to convey what Zach meant there. Yeah. there were some hand actions to go with that. Yeah, the whoop. Flies into the air slightly, <laughs> fires a few shots, lands on the ground again. Not entirely sure we get the point. No. And then the, when the giant enemy robot comes up at the end of that demo, giant enemy crab robot. Giant enemy crab, yeah. <laughs> it just, it doesn't have an animation for turning, so it just, the model just rotates. It's like, oh, oh no, what are you doing? That's wild as well, isn't it? 
Unless it has, like, thrusters on its foot, feet or whatever, because, you know, some robots have been known to do that. They kind of yeah, shit. they could have just hid that, couldn't they, with a bit of... Well, there, there was a lot of shit happening near its feet anyway, so you can't yeah. see. Maybe they have. But it did look a bit dumb, where it just, like, rotates on its axis. Yeah. I think, honestly, I think if I played WoW, I'd understand more why those games are like the way they are. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess. From a, as from an outsider, it's, like, it's hard to understand why... It looks the way it does, but I'm sure it makes perfect sense when you're actually. Well, no, this is the thing. Remember, we're not saying. I'm, I don't think either of us are saying it looks bad. It just mm. looks more of the same. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's no sort of like, oh my gosh, that's great factor. Which, yeah. which personally, I got from watching Guild Wars. Video. Right. You know, I felt like, oh, actually, this is kind of new. They're just hoping to uh, steal the Star Wars fans from World of Warcraft. It's like, you already basically know how to play this game, but if you also like Star Wars, it has the Star Wars universe on top of a WoW game. In that sense, it's a safe bet, which is what you you need when you're making a massive MMO, because there's so many big failures, and this one won't be a failure, I'm pretty sure. And of course, they'll be weaving in Bioware's classic conversation elements. Yeah, that's the key stuff. That's the stuff that's like actually improved. Like Mm. the fact that it is all fully voiced and that each member of the party gets like (laughs) a vote in what is said in the conversation trees. Mm. That that kind of stuff is kind of cool. But yeah, I, I couldn't help but be impressed by the event system from Guild Wars, where apparently things just happen in the overworld in which everyone populates. So all of a sudden, giant dragon appears. Holy shit! Oh. Random fight. Hundred people turn up to have a quick, quick brawl against this massive dragon. <laughs> so it's like Red it's... Dead events, random events, but they happen in a massive MMO world. That was the impression I got. That's so. Cool. I don't think they'll be. I suspect they won't be. You know, incredibly random. I'm sure no, there'll be some there, kind there of trigger some... somewhere, or maybe there'll be like some sort of news post somewhere to say shit's going to go down. Well, if it, if they use any of the sort of systems that they tried implementing in the older Guild Wars, because it had, like, in the uh, second Guild Wars expansion thing, or first expansion after the first game, they had that weird, like, where you you basically chose a side and it had a territory mechanic. And you could claim those outposts for your side, and it oh, pushed the line across the they, map. They tried to do a persistent war concept. Yeah, so I imagine it will probably happen that if they're going to. That seems like a sort of mechanic that could happen for those events. Like, if like the death side has pushed forwards a certain distance, then the dragon can come out or something. Perhaps. Good work. What game are you talking about? Guild Wars 1? Guild, well, the second part of Guild oh, Wars right. <laughs> So I remember, I can't remember what the name was, but there was one MMO, quite an obscure one, that did that constant war thing really well. Do you remember the one I'm talking about? You're not about? thinking of Planet Side. No, 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 no. <laughs> so it's it was like Heroes of... Not Heroes of Might of Magic, but I don't know. I can't remember what it was. But... Might of Magical Heroes? <laughs> anyway, it doesn't matter. There's no point if I don't remember, but I seem to remember that somebody did it well, that well, constant did... war. Because that never seems to work. Like, in Planet Side, it was... It's a cool idea, but then mm. you ended up with like this kind of weird equilibrium, and you're only fighting over the same bases, <laughs> you well, know. On a similar note, there's been more talk about dust. Five one four, four whatever yeah. the hell it is, and uh, people are coming ar- coming away from it actually saying, "Yeah, you know what? This is actually shaping up to look like it could work." Yeah, which is the in scary what context? Thing. Are they saying it could work by itself, or are they inferring that it will work in the Eve connection mystery? Well, yeah, the, the, what they didn't, what is still <laughs> unclear about it is just how these fights will materialize. If because the, the, the impression everyone's giving is that these fights are are created by co- by players in the EVE universe and contracting the fight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that makes sense. And that you can call in help from your, like, friends and stuff with their ships to actually sort of just fly above the planet and bombard shit when you need it. 
stuff like that. So there is a tie-up between... The, the games are actually happening and will be reported upon in the PC world. Things like that. So it is. there is still a tie-up. What they haven't... What I'm still not <laughs> sure about is all of this sounds fantastic. Apart from, I wonder how easy it is to even gank it horribly. Like, just have one corporation turn up and just go, bomb! Okay, everyone <laughs> on the ground wins. Success. Um, or... Or I don't how think they have that much interaction, actually... though, after the contract is decided on in, in the they, they, Well, the they have said you can call in, like, ships and stuff from right. people you know. Well, if there is going to be any kind of orbital bombardment or whatever, if they're going to have ships in the atmosphere, it's clearly going to be small ships, because mm. that would just be a... The dreadnoughts that, can't fit. That, that, that would just be a convenient way to, like, excuse the fact that you can't just bring a battleship down and annihilate everything. <laughs> I mean, yeah. even the smallest little frigate thing, you wouldn't be able to bring that into the final game. No, well, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be a direct like, well, bring-in, if you know what I mean. There'd be sort of like an indirect action, because the two are very different. The EVE universe isn't going to have knowledge of the battlefields, because you know, of the platform separation. It possibly thing. could, though, in a sort of a disconnected way. It's like you'd be able to see some... See some kind of representation of the battle, yeah, and then you'd have, have like a you'd on Eve you'd just like play a mission sort it of. It might have to be like a map, you know. It could quite easily fit into the category of like the players in Eve, for instance, could act like squad commanders or the you know commanders from Battlefield, for instance. I don't think they're going to be this tightly integrated. It sounds cool, but it doesn't. I the don't main problem like with it is the idea is. that like the idea that the world that you're fighting over is created from Eve. Mm. The trouble with that is that obviously what they're fighting on is like the planetary installation stuff that's already in place. Because that, that was sort of the, the idea patch, of yeah. why that was part of the idea of why you have the planetary stuff, and also why there's no at the moment in Eve there's no way to like there is no element to the planetary interact uh, PvP element to the planetary interaction. Mm. It's just like you can be right next to each other on top of each other and doesn't have any effect, well, and you can't about... dislodge other people. Well, maybe actually that was part of the plan because they didn't uh, they allowed all this stuff to happen. Built-in Built-in conflict now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because because everyone's like, oh shit, oh, I can't do anything about this. And all of a sudden they go, now you can. But the actual Actually, problem... there's a whole load of like pre-built fights just waiting to happen. But yeah. the other problem with that is no one cares about planetary interaction. <laughs> and there's so many goddamn planets. It's like, if someone builds on your shit, you just move to another planet. <laughs> well, that's why they're going to have to, whatever, well, this is it. This is where the risk comes problem. from. Yeah, they'll do something to encourage it. Otherwise... Make the planetary interactions much more valuable than the usual asteroid strip mining, all of a sudden. But they can't do that because then everyone everyone would do it, <laughs> and then then you just get overpopulated in the other direction. Then there'd be too many battlegrounds, and you'd never you'd never get people fighting on your specific one unless you paid a shit ton of money. Or whatever. That, surely you could balance it. Surely, yeah. I don't think they're good enough at balance. <laughs> yeah, but you could balance it. Like not not balance it by human. You could balance it automatically in a kind of marketplace style. You know, do you know what I mean? Economically, yeah, but you can't. You, there's no economic balancing. It's just like whatever. All the prices are set by players. You can't force it anyway because they got rid of all the NPC buy orders or whatever. Hmm. You never sell. Well, no, no. Maybe that might be the thing. Maybe the contracting price tags will be controllable by... Well, those will be, but I'm not because sure... Because then they could... They could because then... if it becomes super cheap, then that will encourage people just to take them out in a kind of, ah, oh, what the hell fashion. And... I mean, but then that, go, that balance is, like, if they make it cheap enough that you can take it out easily, then you have to wait for the players... It depends how many players there are on the fight, on, like, the ground fight. It depends on the player base, basically. Well, no, 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 actually, that, that could be more dependent on how long the fights are. Because I could see this working as in being, you know, in a because it's a sort of persistent idea that the fights actually could be insanely epic, and you know they could make the, the actual level lengths and the maps 
pretty enormous if they wanted to. And that could be like the entertaining factor, like like, like invasion modes, but make it a really, really big invasion mode. So right. there's lots of objectives that they have to achieve in order for the fight to succeed. And they could be pushed back, so it could end up being quite... But then you're never going to resolve fight. this one one planet, one installation fight in the Eeveeverse. <laughs> if it takes ages, then... Well, no, but that might just happen, because Eve just generally takes ages. You know what I mean? It's, uh... yeah, but it's, I just think there's a lot more planetary installations than there will be people to fight over them on the, <laughs> on the console game. I don't know. That's that... just my suspicion. I don't know. If it's, if it's as good, as, if it gets the player base based on how much actual positive hype seems to have come out recently. Well, I guess that is helping. There's not, been, there's not really been a bad thing said about it so far. But we still don't know anything about it. Other than the, the fact problem. that it's on PlayStation. Well, that, is... that is the biggest bone of contention, is that it's a PlayStation game. Yeah. Damn you, it's Sony. A bit, it's a bit odd that the, it, it'd probably be on PC eventually, you'd think. They Depends if it's sure it wasn't going to be. But... I'm not sure. I think Sony might have a hand in that. Fair enough. Yeah. So... I mean, presumably, they can't control the prices of anything because it's all set by players, but presumably the developers can control the amount of resources available in certain areas and also the rate of their extraction by, like, buffing or nerfing the mining tools or... Well, yeah, I guess they sort of did that already, but it's a matter of profit, really. It's like, it's not necessarily how much... Because obviously, if if they make it so that you extract less minerals, then you just sell them for more, and then it's a balance between how much people are willing to pay until... Well, let's think of this as Yeah, different... but they could have less <laughs> minerals extracted from asteroids and more from planets. Yeah, but they're different minerals. Well, let's oh, this are they? They're think... totally different are construction totally chains, different? so... Oh, I didn't realise that. Well, so... we can think of this in a completely different way. <laughs> in that the contractor fights are obviously where it's at, but if the... If dust stands up on its own well enough, there's no reason why they just can't have... Well, they, yeah, you know, they can have generic non, fights. Non-actual world affecting fights you know it's just like oh enter the arena mm. and and stuff but uh, you know that's highly reliant on dust actually being successful being I just get shooter. I just get the feeling it's going that it's more likely to be the other way around that there'll be too many battlegrounds and not enough soldiers mm. rather than there being too many soldiers and not enough battlegrounds and that might be a side effect the, of the playstation thing. the actual yeah. first person gameplay might not be good enough <laughs> well, well they are saying it's shaping up well Mm, yeah, yeah. But I'm sure it'll be a shooting game. You've got a lot of competition, haven't you? <laughs> in the FPS space. Well, yeah, but it's a bit different. Sci-fi shooters aren't in in. Dead Side Two is the, like the only yeah, competition in, there. In, in in multiplayer terms, are actually hard to go. I mean, what you got? Halo. Really, Gears is sort of sci-fi. Mm. It's not nearly as big. Mm. It uses regular bullets in Gears. Not lasers. But that's the thing. Any any shooter with lasers instead of bullets is inherently shitter. <laughs> <laughs> and what's a good sci-fi shooter with lasers? Ever. <laughs> Silence. Yeah, how they just haven't made them. They've bad ones. But they're always lame. Like, well, that's true. Like I Star really Wars name. FPS games. Like, okay, you have a lightsaber, but in Jedi Outcast or whatever, and Jedi Knight. But blasters are just inherently not as cool as actual guns that shoot bullets. That's why whenever they do sci-fi, they just make like uh, advanced bullets, like in Battlefield Twenty One Forty Two, instead of having lasers. Or Halo has bullets, not lasers. Well, I suppose you've got the. Well, if you think the the, the lasers in the Covenant in, in, in the Eve world or the rail guns don't really have trajectory anyway. They just like, no. they're like lasers. They just go there. Yeah, they're not like weird. But that doesn't takes mean they... time to fly through the air. Laser. That doesn't mean that they couldn't do it. And it, I mean, the, the literal lasers in Eve are instant hit, like actual lasers. Even though it would make sense in space because the distances are so much huger, it actually would take time for the laser beam to travel. 
But uh, yeah, it would just be like the guns in. But it could quite it, literally just be like guns making sort of like. But they just change the sound and it acts like you know they just say oh it's actually a laser gun but it's you know it's firing instant hit bullets like, yeah, yeah, like how um uh, in Unreal Two for instance they had the assault rifle in that or a number of games do it don't they where it's actually just like a gun but instead of like an orange muzzle flash it's a blue muzzle flash so it's, it's the future gun it's a late future gun yeah yeah thinking about it I think the model for good um, laser based shooting would be Elite Slayer from Halo because that's quite satisfying yeah, that. yeah that's the only one I can think of yeah, the, well, the, the, yeah the, I mean the rifles in the plasma rifles in Halo have always been good yeah the bullets travel but they travel faster now yeah. to make it that, and they have they have impact, a... whereas like blasters from Star Wars, they just don't feel like they have any oomph to them. No. Or like, do you remember <laughs> they, they Voyager Elite Force? Good, do they? But the... that's because that was inherent in the fact that it was a Star Wars game. Because blasters up. and like, blasters and lightsabers both have the same problem in games. In the in the Star Wars universe, they're basically both one hit kill. And in a game, they inherently can't be one hit kill, so that's why they never feel like blasters never feel like they have any power, and lightsabers just feel really weird because you should be murdering everything. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. well, that's the same with real life shooters, isn't it? In real life, everything kills in one, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. but you can make them. The... It's like you shoot them in the leg; they actually probably can't move. <laughs> but that's true in Counter Strike, you know. I mean, you can still shoot someone in the leg and they don't die. That's true. That's true. Or you know, get hideously crippled. I'm in old Deus Ex. <laughs> that was ridiculous. <laughs> your legs get shot at that, you're fucked. <laughs> uh, is that a link? Yeah, sort of. Uh, but not we're yet. not really yeah, ready for that. that yet. <laughs> we're not ready. We're not... Stop, stop. <laughs> this review is not ready, ready yet. How are we doing anyway? Not bad. Was there any other... to... then, what was that other one, other video that I also showed out of Gamescom? I can't remember. There was the Guild Wars, there was the Souls on, and there was a. Oh, third. I heard some Battlefield. news, by the oh, way. Oh, yeah, the Battlefield video. Battlefield right? player. Which just looks... It just looks like more battlefield shooting. Yeah. I mean, it's still damn impressive looking. And jets. And jets. They made a big deal of the jets. They look cool. I can... But, yeah... They look like they were going slow enough, which is nice. Because <laughs> real jets go way too fast to be in a battlefield-sized map. Yeah. Like, I don't know. <laughs> we, we, we can't help but think that the actual sort of land... That the planes are going to have quite a lot more range than the land fight. They're going to have to be able to go out of bounds quite significantly yeah. for them to have any impact. And it's still unsure... I'm still not sure how the impact on the floor, because they're travelling so fast, how much impact on the floor they'll have. They'll yeah. be limited to some kind of bombing run. Well, none of those and... jets were fighter bombers. They were all fighters. Yeah. It's like, how is that going to work in terms of the actual to and fro of the... I, had, I just like... think it will be anti-helicopter. Maybe. No, it'll be a plane Maybe. fight until the, there's no enemy planes left, and then you'll go after the helicopters. <laughs> I had one awesome game of Battlefield 2 that I remember, yeah. where this other guy was my TV bomber, bomber guy. You know, the TV guided missiles. That might be me, I was always TV bombing. No, no it was, it was that just was, that was us in the choppers. Oh, yeah. And it was great, because we cooper- I'd never met him, obviously, and we were just communicating using the text chat. Communicating. But, but, yeah. but he, would, he, I, he would wait for me at the, at the runway for me to get in and be the pilot and he'd be my yeah. wingman because the problem was there's all this ridiculous mine, hanging mine, around on mine, the runway mine. bombing the person who gets in before you so that but that map was so huge that the actual <laughs> runway that they spawned on was miles away from the actual fight yeah it was like over some water and stuff so you, there was no, never I any mean, spawn camping and most people didn't even bother there because they were like oh, I can't be asked to wait around over there I just want to go yeah. and fight <laughs> but it was so cool because he was uh, he was really good with the TV and I, I managed to keep flying and because I was quite good at the ho- flying low over the runway to collect more ammo yeah. and not getting shot down and that was <laughs> awesome but that was like one game in I don't know how many games of Battlefield 2 I played where it was awesome <laughs> well it's because you needed a second guy for yeah, those fighter bombers you did yeah uh, but 
Yeah, it all depends because it becomes when there's somebody else who's good on the other team in a fighter, it becomes exactly like a sniper duel in TF2, whereby it's completely removed from the rest of the fight. You don't have any real influence on the actual battle because it's just a one-on-one fight, basically, just like a sniper duel. Do you know what I mean? It's like you're not helping each either team. You're just having a mano e mano fight against each other in the sky. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I can't. I, I still think that might be how it ends up. But in the battlefield universe, at least when you kill them, they lose a ticket. Whereas in Team Fortress 2, they just respawn. That, <laughs> maybe, or maybe you lose more tickets for losing a plane or something. In which case, people will just not fly them. <laughs> Possibly. Unless they're fucking griefers who just want to be able to fly the planes and are actually dragging their team down. But at least you have missile lock on now, so you, you can actually shoot. You don't have to rely on the cannons to try and com- to do air combat. That's true. And it's more fun with the cannons, though. <laughs> well, presumably you won't get very many missiles. That'll just be like... Yeah, but then you're so close to your base, you could just fly over it every day. I'm sure they won't let you mid-air reload again. That was <laughs> That's awesome, really though. Dumb. That was so cool. What are you supposed to do when you're out of ammo Land. in the sky? <laughs> Land! Great, yeah. That's that, was, that was fine, was it? I don't know, I think that's the only option you have, really. I, I don't think they'll actually... Because they could be crazy overpowered, otherwise. Yeah, well, we'll see what they do. I, I or maybe it'll just be a time-limited recharge. Perhaps. Maybe the missiles will just re- recharge over, yeah, like, 30 that seconds. That wouldn't be very bad be better. Though. Well, no, but <laughs> what's a better option? Flying over an airfield to collect ammo. <laughs> or, or... At least it forces you to get out of the fight. You know, oh, that, yeah, would, that would be really irritating if the choppers didn't had reloading ammo. Yeah, that was a They didn't have well. to go back to base, yeah. yeah. But at least with the chopper, you can actually land it. I should actually pay attention. Well, next time, I, I should rewatch that video and actually pay attention to like the UI elements to see if we can detect mm. what's happening. Whether they jets. actually have. But I'm glad jets are in Battlefield. I think they're cool. I mean, only on the big maps, but I, I love flying jets. So I think they're cool, but I'm not entirely sure how they work in the gameplay because I never liked them, to be honest, in Battlefield Two and or in the stupid 1942 mod thing. They're good if they're like. I think the best kind of uh, um, the best kind of aircraft is not fighters. It's like an A10 Warthog that has a powerful cannon. I think those are in as well. And then and then and then and then as long as your team spots enemy tanks, (laughs) you can come in and blow them up, and then you're actually helping. And then you're just a chopper again, basically. Yeah, but it's cooler than a chopper. (laughs) Could they they bring in those like um, flying tank things, like they have in Call of Duty, as like a perk or something? But they, you could, they, you they could did shoot sort them of, down out of the sky this time would be kind of cool. They did sort of try that one time in, in in Old Battlefield, didn't they? Because they had, the, on their land lane, they had that act, actual bomber where you needed, like, five people in it. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it virtually never oh, got yeah. off the runway the without exploding. <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious. Completely useless and really funny. And people used to get <laughs> in it anyway, didn't they? I yep. don't know. But, but, but it might, it might work the... if, they, if they get the 64-player thing correct. This time. The trouble is you can't really have one of those on a runway. I became genuinely useful with the uh, spit, uh, with this, uh, P-51 Mustang in the 1942, the original Battlefield. Yeah. Because I could do the dive bombing and I could actually take out enemy tanks. Yeah. And I actually became useful at one point. I mean, they weren't much use on the um, uh, Pacific levels. Because then you did just get end up in... in dogfights that didn't help the rest of the team really. It was yeah. like, oh, I'll get on the aircraft carrier's fighter and I'll fly off. You just end up using them as kind of quick transport, parachute <laughs> out over the over the spawn over the point that you need to catch it. Yeah, basically. <laughs> that's the problem. Yeah. That's what you don't want. As long as the as long as the jets do have some kind of power against ground, 
they need something. I'm not sure whether maybe they'll just make it so that the missiles can also target ground. Maybe they'll just be heat seekers. I just love the idea of being on the ground as a soldier and saying, bomb that, and then someone else arrives and bombs it. I've always thought that would be awesome. Like in Hostile Wars, I thought would have something like that, but it ended up not having the jet until the very end. <laughs> but surely that's what a perk is in Call of Duty. Well, like, yeah, but that's not a say, real person. You say, bomb this shit, yo. It's not a person. But though. what difference does that make It's cooler, because you're like, it's a team... You know, it's cooler if it's a real person. I just think it is. It was like know. the stupid artillery spotting in Battlefield it as well. It is, <laughs> but how many people will actually... I mean, how often has the squad ordering system actually worked in Battlefield? That's the thing. Like, never. <laughs> but now they want to incentivize it or whatever, yeah. don't they? If they can make it work, it would be sweet. If it doesn't work, then they failed. I'm sure the Jets will just be fun to fire around and shoot each other anyway, so... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I be, bet there'll be... There'll mo- be some points. There'll be modded maps where you just... You know, they're giant and you only fly planes like that hilarious one in um, in Desert Combat. <laughs> yeah, but that was oh, dumb because you still had catapults. <laughs> yeah, to fly around and head in circles. That was amazing. Anyway, yeah. Battlefield. Let's hope they get it right. Still be good. And I'm still unsure it will be rage-inducing like every other Battlefield is. Yep. Uh, what with, the other with news the possible like... exception of 2142 because that was by far the best. But... Well, since that was the last one, maybe yeah. they'll... They, they, maybe they're iterating company, it down. That's maybe the they'll bring the balance. Bad yeah. company is what it's based on, basically. I suppose. Mm-hmm. That's supposed to be good. Yeah. It's supposed to be. I'll ask Just has elements I don't like. That's the annoying thing. So, other news I heard Super Monday Night Combat. Yeah. What? I, I'm not very enthused about it. No. Mainly because it's a free to play thing, so inherently it's going to be dumb. <laughs> So it's free to play, and it doesn't have the map. The and also, it's going to steal like... on the very few people who are still playing Monday Night Combat away from Monday Night Combat. And the Come maps out. aren't like like sports arena style anymore necessarily. They're kind of all styles, like well, Unreal or something. Yeah, I'm a bit annoyed about Monday Night Combat because obviously, I think the PC had the issue with as soon as TF went free to play, everyone from MNC moved well, to it was like before that even. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty it's, much it's, empty it's, it's, depopula- it's depopulated for some reason well, maybe that's why they feel the need to I think it's this. partially because of the fact they didn't get into the because they have so much competition against TF2 in terms of the update cycle you know yeah. they didn't really I think a lot of players of MNC are probably players of TF due to the similarities yeah and TF updates more so there's always more to pull you back into TF yeah I mean I, I want to go on TF and equip my day of specs clearly <laughs> <laughs> <Terrible>. awesome <laughs> anyway yeah but you know they didn't they, they had a few, they had a few short run of like occasional updates didn't they well then, they I mean they did a lot of balancing at yeah. the start which was good because it needed it we got two extra levels well, oh, no wait well one of them was actually from the was yeah on one launch, of them was wasn't a, it from the DLC on the Xbox, the Xbox. And then we got one extra level, and which, it was was, which is a bad level, but has some hilarious music. Cheeky. Yeah. Uh, so the one level that they tried to make was inherently... I didn't like... It's just like... Cheeky it's because they there. tried to make a different style. I just like the generic sports stadium style. Yeah, and then that weird cool. sort of shitty wooden style that they went for, I didn't yeah. like anyway. It was just an awkward level to play, and it was a problem. Well, yeah, it was not a nice layout. No. But if they, you know, it's not like the level designed for MNC needed to be complex. This is the other confusing thing. What happened to the mod scene or something like that? Couldn't they have enabled, like TF did, just enable user maps? Yeah. All the problems would have gone away. Yeah. Because people could have just made maps. And then the game would be infinite. And <laughs> people would buy it. 
Well, I don't know about that. And you can use it's Unreal based, so you could just use the Unreal tools. Yeah, it's not like they have a problem there of having to make tools. They misplayed it somehow. I'm not quite sure why. Which is a shame because it's a great game. Yeah, they deserve a bit more Moneyball. Yeah. <laughs> but the question is, if they make in this new free one that they're trying to make, are they going to? How much do we know about it? Not much. Not much. But are they going to try and? I mean. Mechanically, it should it, like it shouldn't need any changing, but they'll probably do something. I think I heard that they're going to reduce the number of players per team, which seems dumb. Yeah. It's like it's already six on six; it's only less. I think it's going down to five on five. Maybe because of the lack of population. <laughs> <laughs> but this is a new game, and it's free, so there shouldn't be a lack of population. Well, how, okay, where are they going to make the money from this? How is the monetary stupid cosmetic shit? Oh right, they're going for the TF model. Yeah, hats. Oh god. <laughs> Fair, fair enough. But that's it, it needs the levels and update cycle to support it. Just because it works for TF2 doesn't mean it's going to work for everyone. I, I think... I don't, I don't... Presumably the Eve thing isn't working. I'm just guessing. What Eve thing? Hats in oh. Eve. <laughs> <laughs> it's working so little that I haven't paid attention. Yeah. I, I actually haven't paid attention to any of the news or anything recently to see if that whole ridiculous... Shit. I did look at the dev blogs to see if they had posted any more information or apologies or anything, but they, as usual, it's just like, we're not going to talk about that any longer, we'll let it die down a bit. <laughs> so I'm still waiting... I, every time I log into Eve, I'm still looking at the blank wall because I haven't got hanger mode back or whatever, oh, so right. still waiting on that. It just seems to me that just because it's been a huge success, which it has for TF2, doesn't mean that other people should copy it necessarily, because they probably will screw it up somehow. <laughs> I mean... Well, I said this from the start when they introduced it. It's like, in TF, it really shouldn't have worked. Because <laughs> it stylistically fucks it all up. Well, not not just for that reason. I don't think people care so much about that. Dan cares. Well, yeah, it, would, it, would have been, it would have been fine if they'd actually made all the items... Even vaguely in the same style. You can have stupid looking hats, but make them stupid looking hats in the sort of 50s style thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, I thought the bigger problem was the pricing model. In well, that as well. In all honesty, because it's crazy. But they did fix that to some extent. The hats went down from 12 quid to 7 quid. <laughs> 7 quid cosmetic hat. If they can I, get I, away I, with I, it, I, then I, fair I, enough. That's capitalism. Yeah, isn't I know, it? but I, I think twice about spending seven quid on a bit of DLC for the Xbox. I know. Whole game. That's okay. You and don't have like to buy the hat, and it doesn't it doesn't affect your game if you don't buy the hat. So I know, but it's crazy. I know. Some people. How are, is it working? Some people are rich and they don't know what to do with their money. Like there must be people who are like buy a better PC. <laughs> yeah, but. Buy me a better PC. <laughs> there are geeks out there who have a high-paying programming job, and they come home and all they do is play TF2. And what are they going to spend their money on? Hats, <laughs> prostitutes, <laughs> yeah, boobs, boobs for all. <laughs> they spent all their money on. They, they, they've spent as much as they can on uh, on water-cooled PCs and and uh, hired prostitutes. And what are they going to do with what's left over? I'm trying to pick a name for my movement here. Would it be boobism? <laughs> The age of frontage. <laughs> I don't know. You just give to some breast ca- to cancer charities. And but no one... Everyone I'm, gets more boobs. I'm from the knockerist party. I don't think people <laughs> buy hats in TF2 because they want to. I don't think they buy a lot of hats. Is this why no. episode 3 isn't coming out because Gabe Newell was literally just going door to door going, buy a fucking hat? No, it's because he's making Dota 2 Apparently and he's just fucking played go. so much Dota 2. Like, he's played, like, what was it? 
yeah, hours a and hours, hours. A million hours of Dota 2. What? Not I know. literally a million. That was lots, an exaggeration. Lots of hours. <laughs> He's played, that, that seems quite impossible. <laughs> He's played a lot of hours of Dota 2 for some reason. 16,000 or something. Something ridiculous. Was there, was there an actual number that might be true? Considering he's the head of a big company. Yeah, but he's the head of a big company. He doesn't do programming. I know he doesn't, but still, he must be busy. You'd think, nah, he's got minions. But he's making, they're making Dota 2 and Counter-Strike Go and not Half-Life 3. Yeah, but you don't know that. Nobody freaking knows that. I know Valve isn't a huge number of employees, but... They could have easily had a team working on it this whole time. But why would they not announce really it at all, team. or even like say that they it were working? It is announced. There's concept art. <laughs> yeah, but that doesn't count. It's been a million years since they last. I know, I know. They haven't said it's art left over from episode two. Yeah, that's true. we know. Yeah, in fact, they probably will be. <laughs> they just continue with that. They probably won't bother making a new engine. The lazy bastards. Oh well. No, they'll port it into the Alpha Dead too. If I was going to acronym it there, I should just like just uh, got the whole hog there, like rather than Alpha Dead. But clearly, they need to make a new engine. God damn it! Yeah, if it's not going to be episode three, if it's actually going to be Half Life three, well, they should. But they yeah. need to make episode three as well, so well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. they need to finish that storyline. God damn yeah. it! Yeah, well, just so a few weeks back when I went back and had that quick session on the beta level, whatever the fuck it's called, for Left for Dead. And it was like, actually, oh, right, you know what, this isn't, this isn't that bad looking a game. It's not particularly technically... Portal 2 looks height, fine. Yeah, it's not the height of technical prowess, but it still looks good. I don't, it's, it's nice. I don't think the looks is what I'm worried about with Source Engine any longer. I just don't like the feel of it so much now. I think they could do better. Mm. They could make a better like movement system yeah. and improve their physics engine some more. Now they well, could, can you think yeah. of an example that is better, though, on PC? I'm struggling to think of one potentially crisis but crisis 2 i mean what well, and you mean looks or do you mean feel? feel no i think no half-life 2 feels better than crisis i think i but, just quite i i think they i think what they need to do is maybe the main problem that i have with the movement quake <laughs> well maybe the main problem i have well, with the half-life movement there is no half-life it is basically quake, quake movement yeah. yeah i think the mo- problem i have with movement in source engine is it doesn't feel there's no weight to it like the Master Chief like you kind of feels like, like he has a bit more momentum to him, or or a Spartan soldier yeah. if you're playing Reach. Which like the whole most game modern... is generally slower though, and slower imparts the feeling of momentum. Yeah, but Half Life Two is a lot slower than Half Life. Like how Killzone, and you is. don't you don't feel like you're just like it's like a floating camera. There's no physical mm. feel to the movement. Yeah, Not that, I mean, I kind of know what you mean. It's better. It's better in. Half-Life 2 than, uh, and uh, derivative games than it was in... Because in Half-Life, you just ran <laughs> around like a kind of maniac. Yeah. Which was great. It was quite hard when you were doing the platforming sections because cause everyone complains about first-person platforming always being terrible, but people forget that there's quite a lot of it in Half-Life and that's one of the best games ever. Yeah. And in Half-Life 2, even, when you're on that bridge and stuff and you have to... Yeah, it wasn't bad. I wouldn't exactly call that platforming. Kind of, though. <laughs> or the getting across the sort of radioactive pool rooms. Yeah. <laughs> That's also not really platforming. It's kind yeah, of. It's, it's platforming, but they don't... Especially in the Half-Life 2 ones, where it's just like you're actually building the platforms. Well, it's less so in Half-Life 2, but in the first one... You don't have specific jumps you necessarily have to make very often, because you just move the platforms around to yeah. how you like them. It still kind of is platforming, though. But it works. It's, I'm not complaining. It's, it's That section in Half-Life 2 with the sand uh, and the antlines is way cool. Yeah, it works. But I just it's think they could... It's okay. It was too long. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> that's, 
that could be said for quite a lot of bits in Half-Life. Isn't it? That's true. They had a lot of bits where their their idea for a zone, they kind of made it too big. Like that going under the bridge was like that bridge is fucking gigantic. Yeah, they, they don't. It's much. It's tighter now, isn't it? If you look at the episodes, yeah, no, no bits are that long in the episodes. Although then that also unless makes it kind of weird in a of, different way. Yeah. What I was about to say, unless you consider all of episode two being a driving section, kind of, it's which, not that stops. Yeah, but they, you don't you section. don't spend a long time driving. You go between stops pretty quickly, for, and it makes it feel kind of small, strangely. And it's quite I'm a long time sure. before you get to the car because you've got that whole antline nest thing, and then you have to go and get the the extract stuff. Possibly the antline nest is the one bit of that that is too long. Yeah, although it kind of I found that more interesting. It, it, it gets broken yeah, up by the it was big. Different. It gets <laughs> broken up by the fight. You know, next to the lift with the antlines coming down the corridors. Yeah, which was cool. Yeah, and then you get a separate bit with the antline queen thing. It's yeah. like different from the earlier antline nest section, isn't it? Because you're in the kind of core of the nest. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it was varied enough. And then there's a whole bit with zombies before you even get the car. Because the car's on the other side of that, that bridge. Bit. And there's there's that bit where you need to get the car, and like if you look at their heat maps for people dying, it's like a massive big red blob on the side of that bridge where they're trying to figure out how to get the car across. I think I must have died there several times trying to jump it across. Or, I don't know what it is, but there's some, fa- there's some flaw in the level design there that you can see on their feedback data that everyone has died in this one spot. I don't remember it's quite interesting. It's no. something around that area with the zombies. Didn't you just have to, like, when you got in, you had to, like, the bridge was, like, unstable or something, and you mm. had to weigh it down at one end to make it a, a ramp so you could jump the car over. Something like that, yeah. But I think a lot of people messed up that puzzle or something. Maybe it was intentional. Anyway. <laughs> Old games. Can't remember any of that years shit. and years ago. That just, it's like, it's been so long since you played it. I know. <laughs> it's been so long. It's like, if there was a potential of half load of episode three coming out at some point soonish, I'd probably play those again. <laughs> I mean, how weird would it be if it came out tomorrow and it's like, Numbered health health packs. What what, what is this? Like, That's how Half Life yeah, works. I know, but what other game is like that now? No, no other game. Serious Sam Three. <laughs> yeah, Five reset. That's an intentional throwback, though. Deus Ex in some ways. <laughs> yeah, sort By the way, I, I saw the quick look of Hard Reset. That looks kind of cool. It's awesome, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> is that well, a quick look for it? Yeah. Oh, awesome! I have to have a look at it. Yeah. Thank you, Giant Bomb. Yeah, it looks pretty sweet. Uh, right. Um, as with Richard. What's his face is dog football. <laughs> Richard Wright. <laughs> yeah. That's not even close to his name. Right. Whatever. Was it? Yeah, J- Rice. Jerry Rice. Jerry Rice. <laughs> Richard, <laughs> Richard Wright. his face. <laughs> <laughs> and Nitus. Right. Um, you can run the dog name easily. Yeah, Nitus is easy. Nitus. They want to just be called Nitus. Then I'd never forget Nitus and Nitus dog football. <laughs> <laughs> I'd never forget anyone's names if everyone was called Nitus. It'd be yeah. really easy. It'd be like, yo, Nitus. What's happening, Nitus? Nitus, looking good. <laughs> You said Nitus? Sure you have. So, uh, Nitus, what have you been playing? <laughs> been playing uh, a bit of Nitus Creed. You have? You've been playing ah, Nitus, Nitus. interesting. I've been playing Assassin's Creed. I'm waiting for you to say but you don't like it. not the one you expect. Oh, you've been playing I've one? been playing the first one. Oh, okay. I've been playing as Cockeye Ear. Cockeye Ear. Cock- <laughs> that doesn't work, does it? Kind of does. Cockeye Ear? He is a dude. Anyway. He's, well, he's not... I don't like him. No, he's hard, he is hard to like. I'll give him that. But I think you're a little harsh. It's a him, contrast because... with Ezio because he is quite lovable. I mean, how far through did he get? Not that far. He does... The, the, I didn't the, like the, it. 
the story does start to twist like at the halfway point you know the, some of the arrogance starts to wash away he is still yeah. kind of arrogant against the people that don't like him let's put it that way and that's probably fair enough yeah fair you enough know, but he starts to question things and doesn't get answers for you're playing this on the PC the, yeah okay uh, he, he starts to question what's get, what the, the people he's killed tell him and no one will give him answers to what seems like you know they don't seem entirely bad the people mm. you're killing and it's like ooh conspiracy what's going on <laughs> Um, you know what? It's it's not bad actually. Um, yeah. I, I don't mind it too much. The only problem I have with it really is that it relies quite a lot on doing the same thing over, over and over and over. That's what they fix over again. They fix that. It's They'll like save, save citizens. All right. Okay. How many are there in this? Area? Fucking sixteen in this <laughs> section that I have to save. Never. Eight viewpoints to get to. Actually, in fair, the viewpoint scaling are some of the better bits because I some, of them, like are, that. some of them are a challenge to find where yeah. you have to go. Yeah, that's fun. In order to get up, and that's okay. I don't mind that. I like that. Um, the other big problem I have with it is that for all its in, like intentions to, to make you run away from fights, it's like, oh, you, you run away from your pursuers and you get into a hiding place and stuff like that. It's easier just to fucking kill everyone. Yeah. Just, just turn around, count everyone's blows, you're all dead. Ha 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 ha. Yeah. It's the easiest way to avoid problems. Just kill everyone. It's like even if you're just traversing the city. Because, you know, the, the first few chapters of the game, you're traversing rooftops to get about the city often to avoid problems. And then second or third mission, they introduce archers on the rooftops who suspect everyone as being a bastard. Of course. And like, you shouldn't be here. Stab, stab, stab. It's like, what if that was my house? Like, <laughs> yeah. You were climbing onto the roof for some reason. Exactly. I've got to do some repairs. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. I've got an arrow to the face. It's, uh, it, it doesn't make a lot of sense. And in the kingdom, which thankfully after a while you're, isn't required at all, the game lets you skip over. After a while, what's the kingdom? That's where, how you traverse between cities. Oh, uh, okay. Because um, there's three cities in there. Uh, you've got Jerusalem, Acre, and well, there's four technically, actually, but one of them isn't really a city. And what's that? Damascus. Damascus. There you go. Yeah. Um, and Al Nusma, Nusma, Nusma. Yeah. 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 Where, where you, which is the assassin hometown or yeah, something. Yeah. Um, so you get those, but uh, yeah, eventually the game sort of basically says, "Oh, do you want to teleport back to Al Masyaf when you've finished your mission?" And it's like. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> quick, quick. That makes it makes it a lot easier. But you you can't Fast do travel. it on command. You can only do it when the game prompts you. Right. So at appropriate moment. So after a while, you stop going to the kingdom, which is just as well because when you're in the kingdom, they have these guard towers scattered all over the place with archers standing on top, and they're not just like you shouldn't be here. They will go even if you're blending in, just casually walking past. They go assassin from Aww. fucking miles away, and then all of a sudden it's like. Well, I'm just going to gallop past you bastards and oh, then find sucks. the nearest hay bale. And it's a... Uh, it, the mechanics are a bit odd, let's yeah. put it that way. Not it's, so refined. It's obviously no. the first game in a series, isn't it? Yeah. It's hard to know even what they're trying to achieve in some of the decisions they make in mm. places. And it's uh, That said, it's not a bad-looking game. For some reason, even now? For, for, yeah, for some reason, for it being quite bright, though, it always looks kind of not bright. Which is weird. Like, is that an HDR thing? Perhaps, yeah. It's like the, the super sunlight, for instance, looks bright in terms of the contrast, but the actual the actual colour presented on screen a bit isn't actually totally bright. You know what mm. I mean? It's like a... Which, which makes it a problem, because I've been playing it in 3D oh. for the majority of it, because it works really damn well in 3D. Oh, cool. Um, there's no effect that really goes wrong. That's good to know. Which is nice. What about um, when the world starts sort of falling apart and... Uh, you know, like, and goes all 
you're in the Matrix. Does it do that in that one? Like, start? Not exactly, no. Right. There's only a few sort of effects regarding that. And that's usually when you talk to someone, there's right. sort of like the selection effect goes yeah. on their model and stuff. So there's the only sort of real Matrix-y stuff you get is when you like get a flag or something, you've got that round the screen glow yeah. and, and the areas you can't get to yet are basically just a blue wall um, <laughs> with cloud. Um, that all works fine. There's no, the Animus is a bit weird when you're sitting in the Animus and you've got the sort of menu of it in front of your face. Oh, yeah. Simply because it is so far out of the screen, it takes right. you a while to figure out how to look at it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, uh, most of the game is into the screen. There's a few things that come out because it's obviously not designed for it, so occasionally someone will walk in front of the screen and it's like, ah! Oh, shit! <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the, the Animus is just there. Right, where yeah, it probably right, w- Where it probably would be if you were lying in the Animus. You're just not prepared for it. Yeah. It like, comes across and it's like, ah! ah. Right, uh, okay, focus, focus, <laughs> focus. Right, okay, the screen is at an arm's length. This is... About yeah. hand's length from me. I was like, right, fuck. Okay, I'm going to be totally messed in the head after I've used this thing. But fortunately, that's only for selecting the continue button. Okay. And then, and then you're okay. But, yeah, I don't know. It's all right. I'll, I'll play it through, because mm. I'm told that the, the, the benefit of knowing the story is is kind of helpful. Cool. So I'll, so I'll play it through. I'm not com- I'm not sure how much I'll do, because I'm sort of doing semi-completionist at the moment, doing everything that the game has to offer, and... There's been one time where I thought, fuck it, just do the mission. And then, of course, you have to go back and replay that entire memory sequence in order uh, to do the stuff you missed. Yeah. I Some of that. the stuff you missed, like if you, the investigation stuff. Because there's, there's three bits of investigation you always have to do before you can assassinate the target. But there's like six investigation things in total, which right. give you like the other three giving you extra hints. Oh, I see. And so you don't uh, have to do all of them. You don't have to do all of them. But if you want to go back and do them, you have to replay that memory mission yeah. specifically because those bits of the investigation won't be available if you go back to the town later. Yeah. Which is a bit awkward, but I yeah. can see why they made that decision. But it's a bit awkward if I wanted to be completionist because there's a hint on the Animus that there's secret stuff to unlock if I if I be completely completionist. Yeah. But again, to that end, there's those flag things. Like, fuck, you're going to get all of them. Yeah. There's shit tons of them, it's and like all in awkward positions. And, yeah. uh, like, it's you, quite fun looking for them. I, like, yeah, I mean, if you see one, it's like, well, I'm getting that yeah. shit. <laughs> that flag is mine, bitch. <laughs> but it's, uh, and you just go for it. But it, like when you're in the, the Assassin's Town, I spent some time actually trying to look to these things, because it's like, oh, it's a relatively small area. I know there's Maybe 20 I can get here. Of them, yeah. I've got 18 of them. I still don't know where, where the fuck the other two are. Yeah. But it's like, that's fine. I didn't mind that. And then you get to a town and it's like, there's a hundred yeah. <laughs> in this enormous space. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. fuck that. Like way too much content. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm not doing yeah. that. So I, hopefully, I, if, if, and this is the bit I don't know, I don't know if I, if I complete the story missions enough, do I still get the extra content? Or do I have to do all this extra shit to get that extra content? It's like, if I have to do the extra shit to get the extra shit, Extra shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's extra shit. So yeah, now, if, I, if I if I if the game was clear about what I needed to do to get that, then I wouldn't potentially be doing the extra stuff I'm doing in the levels, and mm. maybe that's part of it, I suppose. But you know, I think it's, you're starting to understand why it takes me so long to play an Assassin's Creed game. But, yeah, if you are completionist, it there's just a lot takes to forever. do. But the problem isn't. Yeah, as I said before, the first game has a lot of the same thing to do. That's the thing. They fix that. Yeah, and but also it, it does I, sound like that because of all the extra stuff with Leonardo and, yeah. and shit. That does sound considerably more. There's interesting. all kinds of stuff to do. I mean, don't get me wrong. The actual assassination bits are generally pretty interesting. By the way, it's beer o'clock. Beer o'clock. There we go. Psh. 
Oh shit! I didn't open that properly. I would warn you. I've, I obviously haven't played it, but I've heard that it it goes kind of to to shit at the end of of the first Assassin's Creed because no, really. it relies heavily on the combat, which isn't that great towards the end. And it's like, well, you've taken oh. some original ideas, and then at the end, you've just thrown it all out and just made it a sort of mash fest. Uh, yeah, so, so I don't think the combat's that bad. It's just a bit, you know, there's one way to win it, which yeah. is counter. But that'll be fuck the rest of the mechanics. Just counter everything. Yeah, and it's like that's how you win. <laughs> but the whole last like couple of hours of gameplay are just like massive. Fu- that's what I've heard. Okay, so be prepared for that. I look but forward to that. <laughs> make your way through it, and then number two, which is the one I like. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, I, I wonder if um, a, a bit of me perhaps might have a little bit of. Uh, I don't know. I wonder if I'm spoiling the second slightly by playing the first because I, because that? I understand the flaws in it, but because I'm playing it on PC. Yeah. I get the advantage of crazy fast frame rates and That's 3D. True. Well, and, you could always see how much 2 costs the frame rate on make, Steam. So you know, how much would 2 cost on Steam? Probably yeah, not that no, much probably, probably not. I mean, you could. You don't have to play my copy. You could no, no, no. I know actually I mean, buy it's, it. It's just the fact that it's right there. <laughs> it's right there, yeah, I know. Yeah. But, I mean, if you want that better experience, you, you can know, totally I, do that. Because it probably is limited to 30 frames and all that. Frames. Frames. It is. Frames. I said I said when I came out, and you were quite surprised, but I said it was the best-looking game on the Xbox at the time. Yeah, I'd want to see that just to see how the... I want to yeah. see how the Xbox runs it. It's not bad, I would have to say. There's not much chugginess at all in Assassin's Creed. The engine is good. Yeah. It's an impressive engine, I think. It's just alright. Because it's quite... The, the textures are quite sharp, and the world is quite big, and you can see quite a long way. Like... It's just. Oh, I, do you still get those annoying people in two and three that chase you asking for money? Uh, you get. Um, those bitches are irritating. You get buskers who come up and try and uh, play music whenever you like. <laughs> you are the assassin. You are awesome. Like you play a little <laughs> song in their loop, and they're kind of annoying. So you have to kind of run into them to make them drop their instrument if you want them to shut yeah. up. There's, there's, there's uh, but two... you don't get people. You do get people running who steal your money and run away, mm. uh, who you have to chase. And there's also just Borgia messengers, which are just guys that uh, that have. Uh, money or whatever mm. that that just appear on your HUD and you can chase them, but there isn't anyone that just runs around after you trying to get money off you. You can still throw money and stuff because you don't get. And everyone goes money, no, money. Crowds around. There's no concept of money in the first one. Oh, there isn't because you can, there's no money in two. You can you get money and you can use it to buy things in shops, but yeah. you can pickpocket people by just walking up to them and nicking their money. <laughs> the pickpocket game is so retarded. In fairness, even in the first one, because they're, they're like the easiest investigations to do, because it's like, follow them, follow them. They will stop at some point and have a quick look around to see what's going on. Yeah. Then you pickpocket them. <laughs> That's the game. That's it. You just walk up and hold B. And yeah, like, hold B. Game yeah. over. Right, okay. They even turn around afterwards, and you're just casually walking past, and it's like... <laughs> I, I didn't know that was me at all. They know they've just been robbed, but somehow they don't know that the only person around robbed them. <laughs> it's... If you leave it long enough and you stay in the area in two, they do work out that it's you. Mm. Uh, but um, you could just throw money on the ground, you can equip it as a weapon, <laughs> and just cool. chuck it, and everyone goes, money, money, and crowds around, <laughs> so you can use it to like distract people. That's kind of funny. <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it, it's alright. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. It's... Okay, I'm more. In- as I say, I, I, I'm it's quite I a few years actually, old. I, I am more looking. intrigued by the overworld story. I think because of Altair. Yeah, if you know what I mean, it's making the actual sort of animus setup. Well, it'll certainly help if you ever get to Revelations, the next one, because mm-hmm. that's got Altair in it. Obviously. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see where this goes. Whether, whether Altair remains a cock at the end of the game. There's one weird bit in two 
about halfway through where for some reason it flashes back and you're in Acre and you're Altair, I think. It lasts oh, really? like five minutes. And I didn't understand the significance of it, but maybe you will. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Okay. That doesn't happen in Brotherhood. It's really strange. It's all Ezio. Yeah. All Ezio, all, all the time. time. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Sweet. Yeah, so that's Ass Creed. Ass Creed. What okay. else have you been playing? Uh, more Final Fantasy first scene. Cool. How's that ticking Plodding along? my way through that. Well, I got to the bit where I thought I'd reached the end of the overworld, only to discover that, and get told by a little tiny shitty robot, that, oh, some things open with time, and you've now a potion pioneer, which you get a Chivo for, which means I've probably walked far enough to unlock all the ones that were actually um, unlocked by time. So it's like, oh crap, now there's a shit ton more stuff I can do in the overworld, of which most of it is impossible because I'm not leveled high enough. It's like plenty of insta-kill enemies to to get stomped by. But the problem is figuring out what I can and can't do at this stage, or whether it's worth doing it. Same problem as I had before, it's just now that there's more of it. Mm. I was I was all ready for just going, like, fuck this section, I'm going to carry on with the story now. There's nothing else I can do. Only to be told, oh wait, there's stuff you can do! Don't leave! <laughs> yeah. So now I've got to spend a few hours, I spent like a few hours doing like just three missions in the end, I think it was, because it takes so long to get anywhere. Yeah, that is pretty dumb. So, yeah, there's stuff to do. I don't know how much of that I can bear before I can just go, fuck it, carry on with the story. But I think I'm right at the end of the story. There's not many of the story achievements left. So I don't think there's many sections left to do. I think it relies on this pulse section to pad out the time quite dramatically. Plus, if you watch the intro sequence, there's no more... I seem to have seen all of the videos that are part of the intro sequence. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, that obviously means that they don't want to reveal what actually happens now. You no. must be at the bit where the twist happens. <laughs> That's true. Well, I don't really know what the... Yeah, so there's, there, there, there's been a couple of minor twists, but I still don't really know where the story's going. As in, no one seems... They don't seem to have a plan. Yeah, what, what is like their plan was to like go home, basically. <laughs> yeah. And like, then they got there. And it's like, well, I think they got made to go there by something. It's like, well, while we're here, we might as well go to our old hometown. Maybe we can find something to get these brands off our arms in the process. Of course they fucking don't. <laughs> There's nothing there of any significance to that. And then they meet um, who we think is the main bad guy at the moment, maybe, who seems to... Well, he basically wants to destroy the world, which we came from, as it being, it's the only solution to saving the planet or something like that. It's destroy this... Part of it where everyone lives, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm I'm a little confused at this stage as to how it all finds out. I'm, I'm just a bit more confused about where it's going to go. How are they going to solve this fucking mess? It's like, well, let's not do it. So like, I, and then everyone dies anyway. The, yeah. the trouble that I have with it is whenever I've been watching it, I haven't really seen very much of any of the story, so I don't actually know the important part. <laughs> It's like, I know they came from that city well, place, and then they you, went on to the overworld, well, and then do they I go, to go into to spoiler, their hometown. Do I go into spoiler territory here and try yeah. and explain it? Well, you can if you really want to explain spoiler it. Spoiler alert! I want to know why they keep they have that lens thing that lets them talk to someone who appears to be in the moon. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is that about? What? They hold up the thing, and then they're imagining oh, they're talking to someone. Right, 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 right. right. <laughs> okay, that, um, that is Sarah... Who um, at the start of the game is Snow's fiance? Yeah, I got that part. Um, she is a lassie at the start of the game, yeah. which is the branded sort of bad thing. Um, you get branded by foul seas, which are like the gods of the world, essentially like massive creatures that somehow maintain the world. And um, so, yeah, you get branded by these. Then you have to do your, do their bidding. 
If you don't, you get turned into a thing called a thief, which is like a shambling, regretful monster, as they're called. Um, of, of odd, sort of stony design. Um, a bit like Tree Man kind yeah. of, sort of look. And, uh, Tree Man? Yeah, it's this dude, of a, dude with a ridiculous skin thing that makes it, his arm look like bark. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, so they look a bit like that. Um, like Ents from Lord of the Rings. Yeah. But less tree and yeah. rocky. Okay. Yeah. Um, like or, the first or... Colossus from Shadow of the Colossus. <laughs> yeah. Well, all yeah. Or if you succeed, you get turned into crystal. Neither option seems particularly good. <laughs> um, so Sarah uh, achieves, and th- these things you have to do are called focuses. And when you achieve your focus, you get turned into crystal. So Sarah manages to do that. We're not entirely sure what her focus was, but she becomes crystal. And that thing that they're carrying around this lens is a tear that she sheds as she's turning to crystal. Right, yeah. Which they sort of just keep for some reason. But why do they always look at the moon for it? Because they're, no, they're not looking at the moon. That's Cocoon. Cocoon is the world in which they live, which is like a self-contained planet thing that hovers above the main world underneath. No, I didn't think it was that high up. So they all live in that, and but they get chucked out of it. And Pulse, which is supposedly the enemy, is the underworld underneath where the previous civilization used to live before it got wiped out in some big fight. I didn't think it was that high and, up. Uh, and I also didn't think it was that blue. It doesn't look blue from the inside. <laughs> so that's pr- that's pretty much it. They sort of just, they get turned into the sea when they discover, like... That basically the start of the game oh, there's so much story man I don't know how to go through this like none of it makes sense unless you explain it all no <laughs> it's like uh, they discovered this ancient foul sea sort of um, relic just outside of like on the edge outskirts of Cocoon uh, and everyone goes oh fuck this is like this is potion shit we don't want any of that that's dangerous to us um, so they start purging people that have been anywhere near it which basically means ship them off to Pulse like you can just chuck them back off the planet basically yeah um, onto, uh, onto, yeah, the just, main onto, onto the main world just chuck them off which which is, uh, of which we don't really know what happened they probably just got killed so the um, cocoon isn't really in orbit it's just vaguely hovering yeah. quite high. It, seems, it seems to be statically positioned above really? Pulse um, somehow is there any indication of where Pulse is like a planet as well or is it just some weird flat plane we don't know <laughs> um, yeah it's, it's, it's weird we don't quite Discord understand style, if, yeah, yeah if exactly. like you walk on the inside of the sphere or something we're not quite sure but it has a massive hole in it from the last fight or right. something, which is how you get in and out of it. But Cocoon. basically, inside Cocoon, there's the foul sea of Cocoon maintain Cocoon as a working eco-structure on its own. So there's one that provides food for the cities. There's one that provides a sun source inside Cocoon. Mm-hmm. So there's all these things that do them. And um, you sort of take it apart part of yourself to like kill a few of them while you're there. A couple right. of them you leave alone, like the important ones, like the sun. <laughs> so do you think it's like a mini Dyson Sphere type thing? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it could work. With like a sort of an internal, an uh, internal yeah. nuclear powered star in the middle. In the middle, yeah. It's never really explained. Okay, but um, uh, yeah. So they kill a few. You you end up going to the top, thinking something happens, and you think, right, well, fuck this shit. We're just going to take out the government who are trying to kill us because we're see anyway. So they get right to the top, only to discover that the leader is a falsy as well, not, a hu- not masquerading as a human. Okay, who then says, "But this is my master plan to turn you into Lassie, and then you are to." do this kind of stuff and eventually you'll become like some super badass thing that will destroy the planet for me. <laughs> so this Bartandalus ass uh, then starts like, you kick his ass but he's like not phased by it at all. It's like, well you beat me in this one form. I'm just going to put you in a plane somewhere or something and send you elsewhere. Then you end up on post and then you fight him again and it's like, well, 
now what the fuck do we do? He leaves you a ship as well to say, well, you can come join me and we'll sort this out. And it's like, well, what are we going to do? Are we going to get in the ship, go to Cocoon and fight him again? Is that all that's going to happen? I don't rightly know. It's just <laughs> Every time you beat him, he's like, yeah, fair enough, have a, have a ship. <laughs> yeah, it's just a bit weird. I mean, I don't quite know where it's going, but there's, there's lots of sentimental moments and... Well, evidently, since this is a Final Fantasy game, what what is going to happen is somehow you're going to become in tune with the planet, and then the mechanical city pulse part is going to be engulfed, and then the planet will overrun it and trees will grow. And... <laughs> That's what fucking happens in every goddamn Final Fantasy game! Yeah. Why, it's always a nature versus in- yeah, industry exactly. morality story, isn't Ever it? since Seven. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, what happened in the previous... We know that two characters of your party are from the old Potion civilization. And that they completed their focus, got turned Pulsion. to crystal. I like that. And then, I think it's Pulsion anyway. I think no, but, it, but yeah. Pulse, uh, of Pulse. Yeah. Pulsion. Pulsion. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what they called it. But I, When you first said Pulsion, I thought it was like Pulsion as in, like, emulsion. Like, it oh, right. was like that. <laughs> like, with a U. Yeah, with no, sort of an I. Pulsion. Pulsion. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, they, they, they are from Pulse, did their focus, of which one of them was to destroy Pulse. So the civilization was wiped out by one of your party. Wrath of God. Which doesn't make yeah. any sense. <laughs> but, but they have to become this Ragnarok thing in order to do it. And it's like, we're not quite sure how that works yet either. Ragnarok. A, yeah. Borrowing elements from Norse mythology now. Well, no, Ragnarok always... has been in all of the FFs in oh, some form. It? Yeah, okay. It was the airship in FF8, for instance, was Ragnarok. Because Ragnarok is the... Uh, is it the afterlife? Or in... oh, Ragnarok is like a sword, isn't it? Oh no! Or, or, yeah, because it's or, not the afterlife. The afterlife is like is it like the Nirvana the, or something, isn't it? The, no, that's that's from Indian stuff. Nirvana, isn't it? That's oh, yeah. Buddhist. Uh, but um, is it where the gods live or something? In in no, that's that's um, fuck, what's that? Called? No, Ragnarok's the end of the world. That's right. Which makes Ragnarok sense is the apocalypse. Ragnarok is the apocalypse. That's right. Something else is the is the shit. That's going to bug the shit out of something. It's, it's something yeah, really obvious. Is the it? place for yeah. the. There's a different tone for it, isn't there? Yeah. It's going to bug the crap out of me. You guys talk amongst yourselves. I'm You're going to go and look up Norse mythology. Yeah. Well, is it the um, the uh, sort of bar thing in uh, Max Payne Two was the Ragnarok, isn't it? Or in Max Payne One, but they changed it into like a posh vodka bar or something in the second one. <laughs> you remember Valhalla? Valhalla. Ah, oh, yeah, oh, Valhalla. But Ragnarok. Valhalla is what? Valhalla is Norse heaven. But so... Ragnarok is the end of the world. Yeah, I'll get to that. Give me a minute. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> there will be no Valhalla for you. Yeah. There's something... Oh, Ragnarok's a game as well, isn't it, of some kind? Oh, yeah. Several, several, probably. Several, Ragnarok yeah. online. Yeah. Yeah, surprise. Ragnarok. Uh, what the shit is that? Ragnarok. Final destiny of the gods. Ultimately result in the death of... Some major figures in North mythology. Natural disasters, submersion of the world in water. Yeah, I think it's pretty Armageddon, much. Pretty, much. <laughs> pretty yeah. much, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So, so FF13. Yeah, so there's fuck tons of that still to do. Maybe not in story, but in the overworld, there's still shit to do. And yeah, so. Yeah, I'll keep, I'll keep at it, goddammit. Cool. Yeah, I think maybe you should just finish it. Because every time you've played a Final Fantasy, you've always got to some stupid load of side quests that you can't do, and then you just Stop. get stuck, and then you end. Yeah, a completionist in me wants <laughs> to do it all, you know? I, 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 the only time I haven't, like, f- followed through with that was Lost Odyssey, where I came across the impossible fucking dungeons, where there's, like, a couple of challenges that are 
just way leveled above me. Well, it's not like and you the didn't way find that is like, to grind to them. It's not like you didn't get to that point in like Final Fantasy VIII as well. With like the stupid death train level oh, yeah. dungeon where you had to go down like a million floors in one sitting. <laughs> yeah. To even get to the fight. Although to be fair, I did try a lot of them. And the thing was like in my big playthrough of FF8, it's that I was trying and still <laughs> hadn't managed to get there. You know, there was there was I was still doing shit. And finding new stuff to do, and and then time ran out on me. Really, did you actually get? Did you think you were in, like at the point where you could have finished Final Fantasy VIII? Because it's like in Final Fantasy VII, once, well, yeah, once the at, shield over the crater goes down, you know that you can just go into the crater and then you'll go to. Central. Well, no, I'm not even that far. I'm my, in my longest playthrough. I never started disc four. <laughs> yeah, out that's what I thought. Out of four, all right. So, you know, they've probably got a quarter of the story left to play. But from what I know, the world goes a bit fucked up yeah. past Disc 4, where stuff changes all over the place. So suddenly, it was, I don't know how much of the stuff I would have been able to do is suddenly not there anymore. But that was the trouble. It's like, because you knew that you theoretically, theoretically you might not be able to do it, that made it even more incentive that you just sit there and try it and then get stuck and then not do it, not move on. <laughs> yeah, I know. I should really just fucking finish that. So I can say I finished an you finished nine? FF game. No, I never finished nine. How far did you get in nine? Did you go through the Just rainbow three. portal thing? No. Oh. <laughs> well, there you go. So anyway, this one, probably finish it. Yeah. I mean, I'd have to get the PlayStation 2 out as well to finish those. Yeah. Why? Because your PS3 is not backward compatible? Nope. Or emulate it. <laughs> Why isn't it? It's an old one, but yeah, it's not old enough, it? saves off the actual PlayStation cut. True. Have you got? Is your PS3 not old enough to have the PS2 hardware in? No, I got it. It wasn't. My, I got mine not long before Slim was announced. Yeah, because they 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 deleted it, didn't they? At some yeah. point, it, it went from the initial ones had hardware, then they quickly removed that for software support, and then quickly took the software support out. Oh right, okay. So you don't even have the software support. Oh, I got nothing. That freaking sucks. I bet I. I the, the next Xbox better damn well be completely backward compatible with their 360. <laughs> I would be surprised if it isn't, but. I hope it, you know, and and also whatever they do with PlayStation. It is irritating, but I kind of don't feel much malice against them for not doing it. You know, it's like the PlayStation, for some reason, feels like it should be more possible. Because we mm. knew how easy PlayStation 1 emulation is. That's true. Thanks to Bleem and EPSXE on the PC and stuff. PlayStation emulation is comparatively easy. You know, that the PS3 should be... It's not, not really a problem to do that in software. No. Fuck it, you know, Bleem probably would have just sold their technology to Sony or something and say, <laughs> here you go, do it. Pay us some bucks and we'll put it in your system or something. You know, it doesn't seem like a far cry. Why they took it out, I don't know. Oh well. It's not like anyone's going to go out and buy a PlayStation these days. Like a PS4. No, I don't know, they might do. Unless you're like really hardcore and want to eBay it. Because they were still ridiculously making PS2 games for ages after the PS3 even came out. But they still mm. sell PS2s, don't they, in shops? Yeah. Right. Do they? Yeah, I think so. I don't choose think... to buy a PS2. Well, they're cheap, obviously. Depends how much money you got. Oh, I didn't know if this happened recently or not, but I did manage. To... I did see an advert on a bus stop saying that PS3 is now down to two hundred pounds. Yeah, they just they just cut the price. Did you not know that? That's no, I didn't PS3. know that. So... Yeah, they cut the price of PS3, which is way cool. And they oh, and talking about the PS2 still being available, they've just announced. A PSP, a new PSP. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, yeah, which is like cheap, and it's like doesn't have Wi-Fi, and it and it doesn't have any internal storage. That doesn't make much so sense. So it's like less less high spec than the original PSP that came out 
but they're selling it for like a hundred quid. They must still have. Yeah, they must still have a big stock of UMD that's games. That's the idea. Yeah, <laughs> that they want to get rid of. That's similar to them still selling the PS2 to people, and they sell the PS2 in other markets like Africa or something, and places that don't. Yeah. Yeah. Non-traditional markets. Mm. Um, so it's interesting. Um, I'm quite interested to, in getting because I prob- I'm thinking you know. I don't know how much money I'm going to get when I get the flat and stuff, but I'll probably get a TV. And if I want a Blu-ray player, I might as well get a PS3, especially if they don't come down in price. And I kind of well, want... you can get a Blu-ray player for about 100 now, but... Yeah, but I want to play Uncharted 3. <laughs> and I also kind of want to play... Uncharted 3, motherfucker. I kind of want to play that Eco and uh, Shadow of the Colossus uh, HD thing, because I haven't played those games, and they look pretty cool, even if... Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, various... I don't know what else I, I don't can. Know how I feel about those, to be honest, because they're like must-play games that I'm not entirely sure I have the inkling to play. Well, I was looking at the, the quick look again of, and it, <laughs> it, it did look pretty cool, especially Shadow of the Colossus. The way they were saying that the original game was just terrible frame rate. No, really. Yeah, on the PS2. So now they've but just they fixed, they it. fixed it. So huh. yeah, so that's that's way cool. And that one did look pretty good, I have to say, graphically, surprisingly. <laughs> It looked fine, because it's very art style. How do you feel about the whole sort of remake sort of concept? Uh, well, because I, I there, there are certain things, like, as as if you were to go back as far as, say, PS1 era games, you know, the, the dawn of 3D in all its glory. Yeah, but they look they're terrible, making, those games. Yeah, exactly, but perhaps making remakes of things from that era. Well, if they remade Metal Gear Solid 1, I would be up for it. Cause well, they did. Good. Did they? Twin Snakes on the GameCube as a remake. Oh, maybe I should just play that then. I don't know. Is it any good? Because I've it's never, I've, I've never got into Metal Gear Solid, so I don't, I, you know, I, I played Splinter Cell, which I understand is the inferior stealth brand, but I don't, <laughs> I don't care. I enjoyed them, and maybe I'd like Metal Gear Solid. But so I think there's quite a market for remakes if you remake the right game. If you remake from Final Fantasy VII, from a, yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, yeah I'll never fucking do. Fucking square, just sitting on a cash cow for years to come. Oh well. But yeah, so I well, don't know. there might be licensing issues with that now. I, I'm not sure how I like the look of Halo Anniversary, the actual look of the new graphics. Mm. Like, obviously they're sharper, but like when you press that button and you go back to the original, like in that level they're showing is Silent Cartographer, which is one of the best levels in in gaming history. I sure. Think. And uh, if you just look out across the sea and you see the Halo, go- it's just a sky map. Yeah. But. I prefer the old one. <laughs> it's like somehow it looks. I don't know. I don't know. Obviously, it's lower res, but I like prefer the art style that it mm. was to what they're going with now because it's a bit. It's a bit too sort of too colourful or something or too too like too gloomy. It's too like the too front cover. It's too too like the front cover of a nineteen seventies sci fi novel. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? I don't know. It's less like Alien and more like just. It's all it's all sort of nebula and nice pinks and blues and weird. I don't know. Space I don't, is pink. Yeah, space is pink. It's a bit more space is pink, and I don't I, I don't know if that suits it, but I, I don't know. So yeah, just because we're talking about remakes, yeah. that's why I mentioned that. Yeah, I mean that, that's that's one I'm not sure about in all honesty because it's like it doesn't seem. I mean I know it's like a decade old now, yeah. pretty much, but it's like I'm not sure if it really is old enough or, the, te- or the technology of the Xbox was bad enough to warrant a remake. I mean, it's kind of the same, I feel the same way about Beyond Good and Evil. I mean, I'm glad they did remake it because it didn't sell well enough for what is an amazing game. Yeah. Um, so a remake to make more sales and perhaps get Ubisoft to hurry up making a second well, uh, is a good thing. But 
it didn't really need it, if you know what I mean. The PS2 game was fine. Because it's PS2, yeah. you know, there wasn't really much wrong with it. So it's a bit of a an awkward one. Yeah, that's true. Oh, by the way, I was thinking the other day, you know, we were saying that about the graphics of the original Deus Ex being that I think that the graphics of Half-Life that was two years prior are better. Yeah. Than Deus Ex, which came out in 2000. Probably well, right, another, yeah. another comparison is that the next year... Halo came out, yeah. and that looks a million times better than Deus Ex. Yeah, I mean, it looks fine even now. <laughs> it's still, it's still perfectly yeah. playable. Anyway. Um, admittedly, the faces look shocking. Oh yeah, yeah, but the faces uh, but, are Halo One's biggest issue. But to be fair, the faces in Halo Three are quite shit. <laughs> They're not yeah. nearly so good as Half Life 2's. That's very true. <laughs> I mean, they're a bit they better. Kind of in have reach. that plasticine dead eyes. They're just thing, not good. They? Even they're... in the cutscenes, they're just. Not good. Especially, it's just the, the marines, I think, that are the worst aspects of it. If you just look yeah. at a random marine, yeah. there's, like, there's an amorphous blob of flesh where a face should be. Mendoza! <laughs> yeah. Captain fucking keys. Oh, he it's, looked uh, terrible. And, and all the animation, all the mouth animations in Halo 1 ram, were literally ram, ram, ram. just puppet. Yeah, like Half-Life 1. Yeah. Ram, 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 ram. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Oh my god. Uh, well, I wanted to talk about it as well. Like, oh, yeah. the, the, this was following on because I wanted to show show you like Assassin's Creed at one point while my Absolute. internet was down. It's not his oh, yeah. game. Right, well, yeah. yeah, I know. Well, I don't you give a but... shit about Assassin's Creed, do you? I don't. I, I've never seen enough of it to care. Yeah, exactly. it's convenient. It's on your wish list. <laughs> it's on your Steam wish list. Not anymore. Right? It was enough. You cleaned it. Yeah, I cleaned up my Steam wish list. No, good, no. Now that I don't have to have ten things on there, like, <laughs> get rid of all that shit. <laughs> uh, yeah, having no internet sucks is what I've got a note here down. True. Basically, because so much relies on its presence, even stuff you don't expect. Hmm. Assassin's Creed, for instance. See, I didn't think this so was got early... the Ubisoft deal. Well, I didn't think it was early enough to have. Yeah, the I Ubisoft can, I can remember when it happened. I was sure the first Assassin's Creed happened before they did that thing. I thought that whole story was about mm. Assassin's Creed too. So did I. I mean, maybe I've... they retrofitted it or something. I mean, no, my, my disc is a bit weird in all honesty, anyway, because it's one that comes with a graphics card, so it's not the retail edition of what of Assassin's Creed. Oh right, so you're not. It's... You didn't buy it off. Steam. No, I didn't buy you it. Just had I've, it. I've got the GPU oh, right. bundled edition. So I wonder if there was something there. But basically, when my internet went down, the game went glitchy as shit. It would, like, hold up every now and then, then start working, and eventually froze out completely. Oh, was and that one of those degradations for pirates? Possibly. Things? Possibly. But it only happened if I don't have an internet connection. Yeah. As so in, they, so they assume my... that you're pirating it if you don't have a connection, and then they deliberately well, degrade it your game. like that it was trying to do something. Like oh, okay. not, not, I didn't see it as a degradation thing. Right. Really. No, it seemed, uh, the crash might have just been a crash. Yeah. Fairness, but it did seem quite a lot worse, and I tried it a couple of times, and it was bad both times. Internet came back, works fine. So it's like, yeah. fuck you, Ubisoft. Well, how do you know it wasn't something else running on your system that was that was pinging? It? I don't know. It's hard to tell, but it, basically, no internet sucks. Yeah, and the other annoying thing is obviously my Xbox because it's been repaired and replaced several times, um, a number of times. A lot of my live arcade games weren't available. Oh, because it requires although Zach says there's a way of transferring that shit but I'm not sure right um, that's annoying because it links the, it links the live arcade things to the literal hardware yeah when you, when you buy right, a game yeah. it ties the game to your console so anyone on that console can play it that's but why I have console... a copy of Braid because I think Jackie bought it or something and now <laughs> I have Braid which is handy I didn't mm. bought it <laughs> but yeah because it's tied to your console yeah you get it anyone on that console is allowed to use it but because this isn't the same console anymore 
I have to be logged in right. for it to be accessed. So no Carcassonne for me. Oh, sucks. And, uh, except so the iPhone came out. Although you'd want to play that on online anyway, wouldn't you? Yeah, so. probably. <laughs> but still. But you know what I mean? It's, it wasn't just that. Castle Crashers was locked out. Uh... Isn't there new content for Castle Crashers this week or something? Oh, really? I heard, so I heard something that sounds a bit weird because it's quite a few years old, but I heard there was DLC or something. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, it's just irritating. Have internet, bitches. So that, that was... That one, I think, is solvable, but Rob just didn't know about it. Yeah. There's maybe. some kind of transfer oh, mechanism yeah. that, where you can read. Do you have to be online in order to do it? Solve no, probably. Yeah. yeah, I'd have to go to Xbox.com to probably authorize. Although it. I did hear that. I think, if I remember correctly, when oh, it was another thing they were talking about on one of the bombcasts. I think he was saying that you might actually, it might actually be like a physical disc. Oh right. Or something. Yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> anyway, bit or, bit annoying. Left me with a. a Quite a drastically diminished library of stuff to do. We <laughs> were when you like maybe you should have been playing Final Fantasy or something. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Fair enough. Maybe. Did you? No. Not during that, that period. <laughs> it was only a few days, but you know, it was it was a bad three days. <laughs> well, know. it was also bad for you because you don't have a television. No, all works. my TV comes through the internet. It's... <laughs> so is that your? Oh, I've got more. <laughs> um, Rage HD was free, so I've got that on my iPhone. Oh yeah. It's fine. Fine. Yeah. It's like a shooting gallery. Was it free for a day or something? Yeah, roughly. All right. Well, it might have been longer than that. It might have been over QuakeCon. Yeah. That oh, that sense. makes sense. And uh, yeah, it's quite nice. Graphics are impressive for an iPhone game. Yeah. It's basically a shooting gallery. No, no real complaints. Uh, what else have I got written down here? Uh, Psych CD has been announced oh. by Xblar. And every platform under the sun, supposedly. Yep. That's that's nice. Finally! Hooray! And they're not fucking around with it, it's just going to be like an emulated version. Yeah, finally. <laughs> it's like, holy crap. It's like, they're probably one of the best of the Sonic games. At long fucking it's last. It's finally being recognised. They're just listening to their fans now, yeah. aren't they? At some point, like last year, they kind of, or slightly before, they decided to listen to the fans. Although, <laughs> although unfortunately, as we pointed out, no Sonic CD levels in Generations, so... Yeah, no, but to be fair, Sonic CD levels are le- were the kind of the least um, original, shall we say? They were all kind of different versions of levels that have gone before. You know, <laughs> it's not are... like all the levels in Generations are. No, 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 well, no, but you know what I mean. There were, there, it was more, Sonic CD was more criminal of that than um, most of the other Sonic games. You know, like there's a Green Hill Zone. Wait, there's a there's a chemical there's sort a of zone. There's a labyrinth zone. Yeah. It's just a direct rip of something. But they're just well designed. Pretty much, yeah. They should have just used the, the star, star, like, Stardust Speedway. That was the one that was different. Mm. Where it was like made of weird trumpets. <laughs> True. The trumpet thing was kind of different. But then again, you could argue that the Speedway was in Sonic 1 again. Sort of. Was it? Oh man, yeah. I saw the footage of... Uh... Well, well, not exactly in the same way, no. But there was sort of like that sort of greeny level. I saw. I, I, saw I can't remember exactly. No, I don't remember. I saw footage of the uh, City Escape uh, modern Sonic level on Generations. It looks almost indistinguishable from, from Sonic, Sonic Adventure well, they, 2. They, they, well, <laughs> the parts that are like set pieces they've just ripped off, and yeah. then the parts that join them together are different. Which oh, right. is kind of weird. It kind of always feels wrong. It's like they should have just put the, the actual the level in. in. Yeah. Well, it's like the um, yeah the modern version of Spagonia from Sonic Unleashed. It's like that's quite lazy. It's pretty, much, it's pretty much the same. Well, that one they didn't have to change because they were, it's basically the same mechanics. Kind of. Whereas yeah. they wouldn't be able to use like the Sonic Adventure 2 version of City Escape with the boost mechanics because there's no... It's not I mean, made for that. I mean, don't get me wrong, Spagonia was the poster child for Sonic Unleashed in terms of, you know, it was the Sonic Engine's 
um, shining moment with, yeah. all, with all the buildings and stuff on display during the high up shots and stuff. It was, it was pretty cool. But, as I say, it just feels like a lazy decision. A bit lazy. Don't be lazy, Sega. But all of them are lazy, as we discussed. Well, no, if you think about it, like City Escape for Classic is kind of cool. Yeah, but... I don't know how the mechanic... That's the main problem, of course, is like... We pretty much know how the modern mechanics is going to work in every case. They're just all going to be for boost levels. But to make to turn the other levels that they've chosen from the other games into the classic-style platforming, that's where they have to actually be clever. <laughs> it depends if they're being like Sonic Colors level inventive, really. Yeah. Or the, the, the Sonic Colors level. <laughs> I guess they have to use Wisps in the classic Sonic. Which will work, because they're just using spikes and rocket, which is basically yeah. 2D, 2D motion. 2D mechanics, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I heard that there, there, there is news of uh, Sonic 4, Episode 2. Finally? Yeah, there's news. Like, they're going to do it, obviously. Well, they, all, they already I know, that. I know, but they, as in, they well, reaffirmed. Yeah, I, I was trying to find, it. like, one of, the, one of our early podcasts yesterday that I consider as one of our funniest ones, because I remember <laughs> listening to it while I was on, waiting for a plane in San Francisco. And, uh... We we were talking about Sonic Four then because mm. that was when the demo came out, and it's been it's been a fucking year yeah. for episodic content again. Episodic content is just it's just wrong. Not, the only people works. that get it, Telltale get it right. Yeah, listen to them. Everyone else, you suck, <laughs> especially you, Valve. <laughs> yeah, indeed. I'm done. Sacri Benz, Rob out. What have you been playing? Nitus out. Nitus <laughs> out. Nitus is done. Nitus, what have you been playing? Arf. I've been playing two things mainly. Oh yeah? we we'll start with the lesser one of the two, I guess. And also the one that I played like a whole entire week ago so I can remember less of it. Okay. <laughs> but I randomly decided to pick up and play that Space Pirates and Zombies thing. Spaz! Yeah, with the incredibly unpolitically un- correct acronym of Spaz. That's Which fine they in let America. Go. It's fine in America. Well, yeah, exactly. But they're, and they're, they're not Nintendo, so they don't care. Yeah, they don't <laughs> care about <laughs> making trains spasmodic. Don't they know that spas means retard in the UK? No, the Americans no, don't. They don't, apparently. So, yeah. That's why... Because people get offended when I, I think a little bit... Like, retard is, is a... <laughs> Is isn't politically correct thing to say, no. but I I don't mind people saying I don't I say it because I don't think of it as being bad it because have... it's American. It's like <laughs> it doesn't really mean like if I said spaz that I would consider that offensive, but retard just sounds like retard. I don't really. <laughs> <laughs> and that was not offensive at all, really. <laughs> not even slightly. Exactly because it's, it's American. It's, it's made a bit of a joke of, isn't it? Yeah, it's like. It's like, well, if I, I called you a fag, like, what's that mean? It's not like even in, in the... Like, you're a cigarette? What? <laughs> well, it's weird. We don't even Who cares? Make, we don't really make fun of the word spastic in this country, you know, because retard, well, <laughs> retard is the proper name for it in America, isn't it? And it's... Well, But it's used in a really. joke as well. Like, spastic would... Hard it. But it would be mentally retarded, I suppose, would be the... You'd have to say it in full, is what yeah, you're saying. But I, you I, have to qualify the level of retardation in they, order for it to be offensive. <laughs> they still wouldn't use that as the actual term for someone with mental disability, would they? I, anymore. Maybe it's they the used to. It's a colloquial term, isn't it? We'd just say learning difficulties or something, that, or some sort of, like, not... Yeah, learning difficulties word. or something, yeah. But no, Other but the spastic society. Yeah, spastic's okay because the, they actually call themselves that in like the charity is called mm. Scope is like used right. to be. We've had this conversation before. It's like yeah. it's a technical term. Basically. Anyway, yeah, spaz. It is. Whereas <laughs> spaz is offensive and retard is technically offensive, but I don't consider it so because there it's have been, American. There have been so many <laughs> re, 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 you know, sort of like 
um, things called spares in video games, isn't there? Well, I can think of. I can, I can, there's, been a, there's always like a side. There's been a few games with side characters called spares. I can only. There's, there's, well, there's definitely been a few, but yeah, Jazz Jackrabbit had spat two had spaz as the main, and player. he was retarded, literally. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so made it doubly offensive. Yeah, that's not good. Cliffy B, what are you doing? Yeah, exactly. It was a uh, he made yeah, those games, right? He did. It was epic. Yeah, <laughs> that's how they started, bitches. Yeah, pretty much it was Jazz Jackrabbit. Is that out on X-Bar? They should release that. No. It should really be, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, was one of the, it was never a bad game. It could quite easily come back as an arcade game. Yeah. Bad. That's a thought. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, go F it. Uh, yeah, but I can't think... I'm sure there's another... At least two more games that I've played that has Spaz referenced as a character. I think but... in the like one of the old Met- Metroid games, before, the, before it became the wave feed, it was called the Spazer. Like S P A Z Z E R. Spazer. Spazer. <laughs> well, maybe that wasn't Metroid. Maybe that was just a similar Metroid type game. But I'm sure there was a gun that was just called a Spazer. Deploy the Spazer. Does <laughs> <laughs> it fly through the air? It'd be like one of our sound schemes for like games that we used to do when they stored all their sounds as wabs. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Chunk. Rumble, 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 rumble. So yeah, Spaz. It's a game. Space Pirates and Zombies. And? Not very much Zombies is the trouble. Well, yet. Because basically... What kind of game is it? it well, it's Space Pirates. So you're flying around in space. It's like... 2D? 3D? Uh, yeah, it's like a top-down 2D like space spin. thing. Yeah, sort of... There's quite a lot of spin ah, to it, isn't there? But apart from the controls. Well, yeah. It's not... It's, or it's, Asteroids or something. Oh. Yeah, Asteroids. You know, one, of those, know what spin is. one of those top-down space shootery games where you're just flying around and like you fight things. and You, you don't really shoot Asteroids very much. No. It's like mining is kind of dumb to collect resources. Really, you're just stealing resources off all the enemies you kill. <laughs> Everyone has something in their kind of hold. Have that, but yeah, you just sort of fly around and shoot things, and you unlock like different ship hulls of various sizes, and you can equip or, or they all have like a weapon slot layout, so you can choose what weaponry you want on your ship and that kind of thing. Mm. So it has like various upgrades and unlocks as you progress, and you have a galaxy map to explore where you jump from system to system. It's like the goal of the game is like to get to the middle of the galaxy because you're like you think there's some giant resource or something there. And you're like we want all this money, <laughs> money naturally pirates. Mm-hmm. So you were going after this thing, but like the inner systems have there's been this like it's like after humanity expanded into the universe, it was like oh no, it became too big to manage, and then there was wars, and then like some they locked off the inner portion of the galaxy with giant gates or something to prevent wars spreading or something. Okay. But it was actually zombies. So you're like, so you fly around the outside, and you fly around the galaxy and like collect some shit. You know, you have to upgrade your ship so you can make the big jump into the middle. And then when you unlock the gate, you know, you go in there, and it's like, oh no, it's actually hella zombie infested. And that's yeah. as far as I got because it takes fucking ages to get to that point, which is the main problem. It's like space warriors and zombies, except you won't see the zombies until you've played like a, several hours. So space warriors and zombies, this should really be called space pirates and then zombies. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're a side order of zombie finale. It's, uh, it's like the dessert to the to the space pirate dish. But it? I mean, presume I, I'm guessing, judging by like the level, it's like all the space systems that you can fly to are like labelled as a level which gives you an idea of like how tough they are compared to you oh I see like what technology level they're at basically and uh, it's like I, I I spent a long time going all the way around the edge like clearing out all the outer 
level, all the outer systems to pick up basically all the weapons and upgrades that they had. And so I spent ages doing that and I leveled up to like 47 or something out of 100. You're talking like 15, 16 hours here. Though. Yeah, it's it like just... it's a, a lot of hours just grinding around these outer systems. And then I got to like 47. And then so like the first, the first outer ring of the inner systems are about 45, 46-ish. So it's like, okay, I'm finally high enough level. I've got everything, I, all the weapons and shit that I can possibly have. So now I can open this gate and then I'm like, oh, look, here's where the zombies appear. But then all these systems, like the level 45 systems, still totally kick my ass. Oh. It's like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> these are meant to be equal level to me. Weird. And they just destroy me. So it's like, what the fuck are you doing? I just guess I'm just going to have to grind some more and go up some extra levels to make myself supposedly overpowered. So how do you grind? You just shoot up random enemies, well, space pirates. Well, you get basically... you get loot. It's like the levelling system is, uh, is... You have, like, two resources, and then a, a basically it's sort of an XP resource. You have, like, minerals, obviously, for building ships. Yeah, and you can mine. buying things, sort or- of. You can sort of mine. Or get it off enemies. Yeah, sort of. It's a bit of a weird... If you want to, like, mine, you have to, like, go to a civilian mining station and then just sort of sit next to the asteroid they're mining and then bits of it fly off and then you collect it. It's It's not exactly active mining. It's kind of like... This is sounding like freelancer, kind of. Yeah, kind of. In 2D. In 2D. Yeah, snatch. Do you get missions? You do get missions. They just randomly spawn. You just, it's just like fly to a mission zone and then kill some things. Like Relance. Yeah, like Relance. But you don't choose to do them, it's just like they're just naturally there in the system and if you just walk to the location then you're doing them. <laughs> so there's no stations to like... No. We don't own this place, but we have an understanding <laughs> no, of the people who do. do. No. But so yeah, you have the minerals and then you also have blokes, they're called goons because they're basically clones, essentially. And so whenever you do it, destroy a ship, like, escape pods come out and then you can just scoop them up. <laughs> and then, then, but there's also like a weird percentage chance that they won't agree to join you and then you just shoot them back out the airlock. <laughs> Alright, let's so, so there's just constantly <laughs> guys being fl- flung, flung into space all the time. Oh, that's pretty brutal. Yeah. But, it's, but, and, but then it basically becomes, it's essentially a slave trade because you have, you have like three different types of systems. You have colony systems, which is basically pay minerals to buy goons. Mm. You have the mining system, which is pay goons to get money. <laughs> the opposite. And then there's the third type, which is the research systems, where your third, basically your third resource is data, which you get like every enemy you kill, some data comes out, which is how you level up. That's like the experience point. I see. So you can collect, you get like little data blobs that come out of ships and you have, you, they, they do actually disappear over like 60 seconds. So you do actually have to quickly go and scoop them up. Mm. But then you have like science stations where you can trade goons for data. So that's like how you level up quickly is by basically jumping to a bunch of colony systems, loading up as many goons as you possibly can. They're going to a science system and they're just unloading them all for free experience points. Oh, I see. Clever. Not really that clever. It's it's a really simplistic system, especially as far as trade goes in the game. Isn't yeah, it? the only the, the only sort of element of more complicatedness is like the in the system, the star base in that system upgrades if you do specific missions. Oh, okay. So like they they can start high leveled or they can start low leveled. It's totally random. But then if you if you like level them up, they get more of whatever resource they're making. So it's like if you upgrade a colony colony system up to the maximum level, they make a lot more dudes. 
So you can spend some time specifically like looking for all the science systems, maxing them up, then looking for the colony systems, max them up, and then you can get a lot more data a lot quicker. (laughs) So yeah, that was sort of the grind. But I apparently haven't ground, ground, grounded ground enough. Grounded enough. Grounded. <laughs> yeah. Grounded. I haven't grounded enough to actually get to a level. So I, it's like, it's really annoying because I, the, the like items that you can attach to your ships, I literally can't get any more of those now because I've got all the ones from the outer systems. There's, su- there's more in the inner systems, but I but can't get time. into those systems to get those new items. So yeah. I'm stuck with whatever equipment I have. The only thing I can do is like when you level up, obviously you put points into like, lasers or whatever which just makes them generically better okay so that's all i can do now is just basically grind until i'm strong enough to survive does that have any kind of rock paper scissors so if you change your loadout to a better kind sort of i mean it's like lasers are good against shields and yeah. then cannons are good against hulls yeah but the thing is that most of the time the shields go down so quickly you might as well just stick with cannons fair enough yeah but the lasers are much easier to use of course because the lasers are instant whereas the cannons are projectile so you don't have to lead with the lasers. It's kind of like in uh, the X-Wing games, it was like iron cannons were good against shields. Yeah. And then the standard uh, laser cannons. Yeah. What were they called? Yeah. Laser cannons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there was turbo lasers. Oh, yeah, then, turbo No, no, but... Turbo they, lasers are the big ones. the big ones, yeah. Gun turrets. But what were the, the normal ones? Just ca- laser cannons, were they? Yeah, I don't know. I don't sad, know. They had some name. I can't remember what it was. Anyway, I can't Spacers. <laughs> Spacers. Yeah, but then so you, uh, and the, uh, I guess the actual cool thing is like the ship hull system where you, it, whenever you kill an enemy ship you don't have, the like, uh, the blueprint comes out. And then if you collect enough of those, you reverse engineer it. So after you've killed an enemy ship a certain number of times, you just gain the ability to build that ship. Mm. And then they all have slot layouts. So it's like you can put as, you, it's like on all the gun slots, you can have different guns. But, but you get like utility modules that, uh, that can go in any slot. So you can actually, like, replace guns with, like, more shield boosters or whatever. Oh. So you can actually sort of customise your ships to some extent to right. make them specifically into different roles. But the trouble with that is that I've found, so far I've found that virtually all the ships have completely useless slot layouts. <laughs> so there's only, like, two different ships, like, two different large size ships that I've ever used because all the other ones have stupid useless slots. Like, wow, I could be a science vessel that has shitty armour... Two goddamn guns and three utility slots that you can't put anything apart from, like, tractor beams or those shield booster things in. It's like, two guns! Totally fucking useless! In the, the, the only ones that have decent levels of guns don't have enough utility slots, so it's the other problem. <laughs> so it's like, ah, I'm really hoping the huge classes of ships that I haven't got any of yet, the huge hulls, they must have decent levels of guns. That's my main problem, my damage output is so shitty. <laughs> right. Damage per second or whatever. Yeah, and I've I've put like I haven't leveled up the like beam technology research or the any of the weapon technology research nearly as much as I have the shields because I'm like I really need to survive in order to be able to shoot people. Yeah, but that's not working very well. And I was like, well, maybe I should have just gone all out offensive. It's like maybe if I kill them fast enough, then I won't have to worry about my shields. That's true. <laughs> or something. I don't know. It just seems really weird. And I've only just got to the bit with zombies, which introduces another mechanic where it's like. You have, up to this point, you've had crew, you have crew on your ship. And that's just been a generic sort of, the more crew that you have extra, they call it extra. I think as far, as far as I can tell, if you have like 0% extra crew on your ship, that basically means none. It's like apparently one guy can just pilot these ships by himself. It's like the captain. Right. He's just like sealed in. Yeah. <laughs> and then you have extra crew. And it, like the more percentage of extra crew you have on your ship, that like increases how fast your hull repairs. 
And, but then... <laughs> How does that work? Like, in the middle of a space fight, do the goons just throw themselves into the cracks? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they have some kind of way of repairing it, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so that... Just room... get the welding torches out and try and weld a hull back together. Yeah, so that... Patching repair... out the hull, that's... Yeah, that repairs your hull, but then it also... Your ship has, like, a crew capacity... So obviously having a high percentage of excess crew takes up your crew capacity, and then that capacity is what lets you scoop up extra guys. Oh, right. Until you reach the capacity of your ship. So you basically, you sort of upgrade your crew mid-mission, and so you repair faster because you picked up more guys. Whatever. So maybe on those hard ones you should set your like extra crew to super high. Well, so the trouble is once like, you stop taking your hull down, you're kind of fucked anyway. Because <laughs> it's really difficult to re-establish your shields. Because you basically have to take no damage for like several seconds just to get your shields to come back online. Which is virtually impossible because shit is flying around everywhere constantly. But then the zombie mechanic is like... <laughs> it's actually really weird because you have zombified ships which are just like act like ships or whatever. But you also have literal zombies that just fly through space, like bodies. <laughs> you can see little, like, dude-shaped bodies going, like, following your ships around. <laughs> and then the idea is, like, if they attach to your ship, if you actually stop long enough that they can actually attach. Because you can basically fly faster than them, you just get a sort of trail of zombies following you. <laughs> but if you stop and they get on board, then they, like, start infecting your crew. And then if you, if your crew gets infected to a, to a certain amount, possibly, I don't know if there's a, if it's just 100% or whether it's a certain amount. But obviously having more crew is better at this point, because mm. you can resist the infection by fighting it off. Your literal crew can fight back. But once it reaches like 100%, your ship gets taken over and becomes a zombie ship. Mm-hmm. But you can all, there's also like, the, you can have the button to just vent all your crew. <laughs> so all right. Too many zombies, get rid of them. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Fuck the crew. <laughs> yeah, so I haven't really experienced real fights against zombies yet. It seems the AI ship, because you have like a fleet, which is basically like the ship you're controlling and then like two or three other ones. So is your ship in Bundle to get infection when you have 0% crew? I don't know. That seems kind of weird if it would be. Maybe if one zombie just gets on board. <laughs> yeah, you're fine. Yeah, you're fine. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so it's like you have your fleet of like one ship and then one ship you control and then like two. And you can jump between them whenever you want, obviously. Cool. But it seems like the AI kind of tards out as soon as the zombies get involved, which might make it more difficult. Because right. they're, con- they're constantly trying to like fly and then turn around and shoot all the little zombies that are following them. And then so they're just yeah, like looting crazily and it's like maybe this isn't going to help me much. Yeah, I see. They don't have the strategy that you have of just letting them trail after you while you're dealing with the main enemies. And they also, I think they, you have to maybe start thinking about using like ships with turrets so that they can shoot behind them while running away and that um, sort of thing. Cool. So yeah. That'd be the big hulls. Well, they, you do get smaller hulls with turrets, but then the trouble is it's like the, you only get a turret. <laughs> it's like you get no other guns or anything. Yeah, that's no good. So yeah. I'm interested. What do you think raw science looks like? Well, apparently it looks like a little giant ball. <laughs> it's just because apparently science can leak in that game, can't it? But that's one of the... It's one of the best quotes from the voiceovers. It's like, the science is leaking! <laughs> yeah. It's when you're shooting a science We're leaking science fast! <laughs> <laughs> Although in that case, I think most of the time when you start shooting stations and something starts leaking out, it's either... Uh, you, you either get like, little bits of minerals that start shooting out, or like just a million blokes <laughs> start falling out. It's like, oh shit, heaven! We're leaking blokes. But yeah, the science is leaking out. Oh, but the surely those blokes would just throw themselves into the hole to order to patch it up like white blood cells. Or however the fuck that works. I don't think it's the best material for plugging, you know, flesh. It's no. probably it's fairly porous. Yeah. It would help to some degree. Get enough of it. <laughs> to pile it up. 
But yeah, that's pretty much... That's that, isn't There's it? not really much to it in terms of... In theory, it's going to be... They've suggested that it might be in a sort of Terraria style. There's going to be several updates that are going to actually include, like, more stuff, like more ships and more mission types and that sort of thing, so... Did you get this off Steam? Yeah. Is it in a sale or something? Yeah, it was. Cool. <laughs> okay, so can you recommend it? So. Well, if you like that kind of space shooter thing, and, it's, and if you like a game that's not quite at all hard. complicated yeah. and quite hard... And you want... Plenty of your time to be uh, spent on it. Yeah. Then it's good. Yeah, flying around. Cool. Okay. Can I talk about me before we move on to the day of sex? Yeah, you probably could. Okay. Oh, right. What else is there? Just quickly, unless you've got anything else. No, that was the main thing that was last week before day of sex. Okay. Uh, well, I haven't been playing very much, but I did play a few missions of Call of Duty Black Ops. Ooh. And... Uh, I will say that... Um, this news coming to you from 2010. Yeah, <laughs> this news coming to you from quite a while ago. <laughs> Just like Assassin's Creed coming to you from... Yeah, yeah, alright. I can't... <laughs> Perhaps I should have thought that one. Final Fantasy XIII coming to you from last year. And <laughs> fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, fuck you then. Fuck you! <laughs> fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, Call of Duty Black Ops. I kind of like the story stuff. I prefer the story stuff in this to uh, Modern Warfare 2, definitely. It's much better, isn't it? Uh, yeah, I kind of I mean, like... How far have you got? Not that far, I'm at Vietnam or whatever. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, well, there's plenty of that. It's sort of just one of those jumping stories. Yeah, things. yeah. But um, basically, um, uh, I quite like the Cold War vibe and mm. the number station thing and the interrogation scenes and everything. It's really well put together, actually. So the that... storyline flows quite well in this. Compared to modern yeah. warfare, it's all over the yeah. fucking place. So that's quite nice. I, I much prefer it in that respect. Definitely. Uh, but <laughs> I here think, comes the but. I don't think I like Call of Duty. Talking about anymore. buts again. No. I, I don't think I like. It wasn't me. He said. He, he said here comes the but. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, that was a joke. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> but yeah. I don't think I like Call of Duty anymore. I'm trying to remember when I did like Call of Duty. Two. And I think... Presumably I, Call of Duty I, I liked 2, two but I think I liked 1 and 2, possibly because I played them on PC. Yeah. I'm try- I'm starting to think that maybe I just They were still PC games back they then. They were, yeah. 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 I mean, you Call know, of Duty 1 was totally a PC game. Yeah. And if you know what I mean? Yeah, even Call of Duty 2 was designed... For the PC. For the PC. And it happened with an to Xbox be... version for the new gen. Exactly, yeah. I mean, it was kind of an experiment putting it on console then. Hmm. Now it's a fully console thing, really. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I'm not sure... If... Maybe I just prefer the, the Call of Duty style of shooting gameplay with a mouse... Maybe, but you I don't know. Right. It's, 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 I, I, don't... I, I think I've I talked about this so many, so many times before. I think the problems with Call of Duty are more deep rooted. I don't think the control is essentially the issue. Yeah. I think it's more about what the world is doing than what you're doing that's the problem. Yeah, you know, like enemy wells still yeah. exist. You know, the fact that they can shoot perfectly on the hard difficulty levels through thick smog. You know, there are just so many stupid things about that game that means, you know, it does make it hard, don't get me wrong. Yeah. For the hardcore, presumably that's what they're after. But my brain is sitting there going, that is not possible. And like... Or this is dumb. Yeah, you know, it's it, dumb. You know, it, it's, 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 it's dumb entertainment. And like, in the single player, it's like, which is what I'm talking about, because I haven't played the multiplayer, I'm not talking about the multiplayer, but it's like... I, <laughs> I refuse. It's like, I don't know, because in Halo, there's like... 
it's it's I love Halo, it's awesome, but I like the control of Halo on the console, but also like there's a manageable number of enemies and you know they're like elites are scary and like grunts aren't so bad and there's a dynamic going on and uh, each fight you have kind of awareness of where mm. all the people are and what's going on. And Call of Duty is like there's fucking tons of guys everywhere and and you can sort of run past them and you might not die or yeah. maybe you will. And like it's, it's and that, there's so much random. Yeah, it's it? just insanity going on and I don't feel like if I don't feel like I have any real control over the situation, I don't have much fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's like, precisely that. It's when you get to the certain bits that I complained about when I talked about it the first time. Like, you'll really gnash your teeth. Because, yeah. Because the majority, your success or failure is out of your control. Yeah. It just depends on the circumstance and the luck of where, where people happen to be at that precise moment in time. I mean, time. that is almost the definition of bad game design in my book. Like, if you're... you're probably right, if, yeah. If, you're, if your uh, success or failure is out of your control... <laughs> it's not really a game at yeah. point, is it? It's like a dice roll. And, oh, and wait, I mean, hang on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you kind of yeah. got there. But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's you know what I mean? It's not a skill-based game yeah. anymore. Yeah. But it's like... I mean, that Vietnam bit that have just happened, it's like, oh, we're in a camp and stuff. Oh, there's a gigantic fight suddenly happening. And it's like waves and waves of enemies. And it's way cool in like a sort of movie style. Like, way. It's yeah. scary that there's, they just keep coming and stuff. But it's just like, I'm not having fun because it's like, I shoot that guy and then there's another guy and there's well, a guy in the trench right next to me. And it's like, what the fuck I mean, is going on? You know, where's the impact of what I'm doing? Exactly. There's no impact of what I'm actually doing. And it reminded me heavily of a bit in... Call of Duty 1, the add-on pack, um, which was called something offensive, something. Anyway, it had... <laughs> something offensive. It was quite offensive <laughs> to me. But it was uh, the Battle of the Bulge, and you just That's had quite to, offensive. You just had to fight waves of Germans coming towards you in the snow. And it was, it was pretty much exactly the same sequence as this bit in uh, Vietnam. And it's like, it just wasn't... Oh, was are, are you, are you actually United doing... Offensive, was it called? I no, no, no. Uh, I, yeah, I think you might be right. But are you talking about the bit where you're up high and there's the barrels to kick? Not yet, I don't oh, think. Okay, no, I think... That's the real fucker. Yeah, I think I'm on just where like waves and waves of enemies come towards you and you're in a trench and then eventually three tanks arrive and you have to shoot them with with a law yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's pretty much the exact same sequence as in... Uh, United Offensive, where the waves of enemies come towards you and then the tanks arrive and there's you have to shoot them with a bazooka. Well, it's the same that. sequence. Well, and it's be, like... Uh, it's, there might be a sequence of that in COD 4, maybe it's Modern Warfare 2. They all blend together. Yeah. Too, but they've done that before. But it's fucking boring now. I don't, I'm not, I don't <laughs> like yeah. it. I mean, all the spectacle and everything is great, but I don't think it, graphically, I don't think it looks great anymore. No, I mean, the, 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 it... it its prowess is on the majority of stuff, on the volume of stuff going on on screen, not on fidelity, yeah. if you know what I mean. Which is fine, to an extent, because, you know, it needs the frame rate to carry that spectacle yeah. um, as well as it does. But, you know, there are do you know what I mean when there are certain bits where you just, um, you look at a texture that you can walk right up to and it's just like, damn, that made it into the game? Yeah. It's just like, it's you, you sure that's not a beta thing or something? It's, it's, it's quite, that's really quite bad. Yeah. But yeah, I don't really the sort of things that. that most, for some, the, the bit that really riles me about Call of Duty is it seems to have this impenetrability to proper reviews. <laughs> Do you get what I mean? Like, when you read like, a thing, they're like, oh, wow, it's amazing, it's totally fucking awesome, and they don't complain about the things that make it awful. Yeah. In, in, I mean, it's not awful. I'm not, you know, no, I, I'm not saying I, I take that back in the hole, but there are certain bits of it that are just so wrong. It's like, you know, 
And I also want to bring up on the fact that I said that, you know, I, I complained about it being dumb entertainment. This coming from me sounds yeah. a bit, bit wrong, so, you know... Popcorn stuff is alright once in a while, you yeah. know? No, not everything <laughs> has... coming from me who likes Bulletstorm, you know? Yeah, not everything <laughs> has to be eco, does it? You know you know what I mean? No. Like, but... And I like that, but it's just like... And I'm not saying it's a bad game, I'm just saying I don't like it anymore. I just don't... I don't not interested in Call of Duty anymore, so I'm not sure if I can... Even... I mean, I'm glad I picked up Black Ops, yeah. because... Out of Modern Warfare 2 and even COD 4, it is better than them by, I think, quite a reasonable margin. COD 4 had the kind of, oh, this is kind of new. Yeah, that was kind, nice. kind of vibe. But actually, when you think about it, it's quite flawed. I mean, the in, set pieces... But, but the story in Black Ops is what carries it more than anything else. It's the same game yeah. as COD 4 and all of the others, but but somehow the story carries this one. You can put up with yeah. some of it, but just don't play it in the hard mode because it's massive. No, I went straight un- onto. I gave up on that really it. quickly because it's just, and the same thing with actually no COD Four. I, I persisted with veteran mode right yeah, to the end because yeah. that wasn't so bad actually in veteran mode. Whereas everything since Modern Warfare Two, which has only been Modern Warfare Two and Black Ops, <laughs> has just been okay. not fun in veteran mode. Yeah, you know, you didn't feel it felt hard in modern in Modern Warfare. But not impossible. Whereas now it just feels impossible. And I know you're saying the story in Black Ops is better, and I agree. It, it gets it, so good. I, I agree it's better, but I think level atmosphere wise, I don't think they've beaten Gillies in the Mist. I thought that was genuinely quite good. That is the high point good. in the series. Yeah. In, t- uh, in terms of atmosphere. Yeah. Well, I suppose. What? I say. Just. I think Modern Warfare 4 and a lot. COD, so, COD 4. Yeah. Had, had, in a way, a lot of the atmosphere done right. Because I suppose. Mm. It was the first of its type to use everything that the Xbox could really do. Yeah, you know? surround sound that's amazing. I still, I'm still ridiculously impressed with the sound design of those games. It's fantastic. Battlefield is it's almost better now. Now, or like people say that the bad company sound design is uh, is something to behold, and I think mm. Battlefield Three will be even. Well, yeah, I can't really comment having not really played. Yeah, the bad well, That's something people say of about yeah. those games is that the sound design. I don't know. I, I think I agree with you completely on this, and that they're they they're, they're still good games, but I don't get the popular. Why are they so big? A bit of me just wants well, to sort of just go. I don't get it. You know, you, you, I, I, suppose, I suppose the majority like of the it. popularity is for the multiplayer. Yeah, but even that, I don't get. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's okay. We can just play TF2. We're fine. But, <laughs> and and, and Battlefield Three, Halo, Halo uh, uh, Monday Night Combat. But um, yeah, I just I don't mind that other people like it. It's fine. I just I'm done with it now. I'm not even. I, it's only a short campaign, probably seven hours or five hours or something. I I don't know if I can be bothered to keep going. It'd be about six or seven. Yeah. I think thrashing it on normal mode. I don't know if yeah. I can be asked really. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Anyway, but that's just I'm, I'm that's my so view. I'm so not interested in Modern Warfare Three. Yeah, I, I don't think I could be less interested yeah. in it. It's... Whereas Gears Three, I'm kind of Gears interested Three, I'm in. fucking yeah. psyched about that. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. Although I am still pissed off that the limited edition is like sixty quid. You and your limited freaking. I, I know, I, the, I, know the... I know it's stupid, you know, but it's like I've it got really the first is genuinely stupid. I'm I've sorry, got, man. I've got the first two, and it's like Gears and Halo are like my most treasured series, as always. So that's it's true. Like... It's fair enough. Yeah. It's yeah. my collector's stamp. <laughs> Your stamp, I am a gamer. Check me out. Yeah, yeah bitches. That's not good. It does look pretty amazing. 
It's a bit weird. Like I, I was over at Ho and David's uh, house on Saturday and stuff, and and David has a proper CD collection of you know music CDs, mm. and all my music. I have loads of music, and I really like like. But I, no one can walk into my house and see what I like because I don't have any physical. It's all MP3s. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of nice. Then print them out. And yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm literally considering doing something like that because well, it's kind of nice. I was wondering if I could get a screensaver that basically just found all my box art and and just, because there's a really nice yeah. screensaver on the Mac from my tunes actually that sort of puts yeah. all the box art the stuff you've bought into a nice screensaver I want that on my PC well I'm sure it exists let's go and find it because I would like yeah that but searching too. for screensavers is like one of the most dangerous <laughs> things yeah. you can do on yeah, the internet yeah that's true incredibly dangerous I suppose yeah no yeah. <laughs> is, is uh, Naomi doing a Max I Better Dance like, yeah there. no she was singing the internet for porn I think but mm-hmm. boobs for all boobs for all I thought she was a boobs Nazi she girl. is a boob Nazi no yeah. longer it's like it's a bit of a, a bit of an awkward relationship you know from two political backgrounds the boob Nazis versus the boobisms boobists <laughs> or knockerists <laughs> I haven't quite decided on the boobism <laughs> that's a right boobism that is <laughs> that's, that's a right boobism <laughs> oh it's a classic boobism there from Rob <laughs> Tartars so how, how long have we got left? A few got loads of time. 20 minutes? Do we want to do Deus Ex? Well, actually, we <laughs> yeah, we kind of do. Well, do we? Well, Dan's reluctant to the do Deus Ex because of spoilers. I, kind of want to... well, not... I don't mind spoilers. It's not I that just... hard to avoid spoilers. I just don't think the conversation will be as interesting if, if I won't be able to say... Oh, okay. Let's leave but, a few uh... minutes at the end for Deus Ex because I want to allude to something we've probably already touched on. I wanted to do this feature, right? Well, that I kind of okay. toyed with you at the start of the year about... Like, I'm really <laughs> Naomi's shaking her head and yeah, saying well, it's not no. Gonna, it's not going to work in quite the same way because of the format and stuff like that but you know on Radio 1 they do this awesome thing <sighs> on in the Radio mornings 1. where it's, it's, they call it the love-hate game where uh, I think this is really sweet they, <laughs> everyone on the team picks a song that they love and a song, and a song that they hate okay um, right but they uh, the idea is is that they pick one that's controversial so they pick a, a, for their hate uh, track they pick one that's generally liked I see like and, and for so the hate track they pick one that's generally, li- generally hated yeah so if we apply that to video games it's not going to work in the same way because they play it in the sense that they have to guess who picked what. And between the three of us, that's going to be kind of easy because we know each other too well. Yeah. But, you know, if, if I was to say that my hate game was GTA 4, for instance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, that's Rob. Yeah, yeah, um, that's true. And, uh, you know, things like that. But Call of Duty, yeah, I think... My I hate think... game would be Smash Brothers, probably. Isn't it? <laughs> probably, yeah. yeah. You know, I think it's an interesting subject, just in general, in terms of video games, because, you know, you have a... You can... The like, light G- games would be more interesting. What you like and nobody else likes. What would you say? It's not that Space Camp or something. Yeah, it's like Space Camp and Eve. <laughs> yeah, but no, <laughs> play, play Eve. Yeah, I mean, they have to be the obscure little <coughs> titles like Reketeer. No, but you yeah. said it's not the people play Eve. You said it's between them, so it's like stuff that I like that you don't like. Perhaps, yeah. Oh, but you know, but they, they, yeah, so that's easier. A lot easier, yeah. And not that many people like Eve, but really. Yeah, well, it's I not don't. like millions of people. It's like. Hundreds of thousands of people. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. I don't know. Not like World of Warcraft. Yeah, but Eve, uh, what, it's not numbers of people. It's like how critically, like whether people think it's good more than whether people. I mean, Eve has an air has about lots it, of players. It, Eve yeah, is yeah. one of those games that has a bit of a mystique to it, in that you can sort of. I, I don't know. From my perspective, it's not a game I would ever play. But, but people know I it's good. Of, yeah, I kind of appreciate what they've done. Yeah, exactly. With it. And this, that's kind of how I feel about GTA 4, but I feel more strongly against me liking the gameplay. But I li- appreciate what they've done with it, you know? I'll, I'll tell you a game I did play yesterday that I wouldn't have thought would be reviewed very highly, but was hilarious fun. Yeah. Uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance. 
Really? Yeah, I played it in four player with like a bunch of people on a sofa and it was hilarious fun. Huh. It's like it's like a beat 'em up kind of like I don't know, double drag or something, except isometric three D okay, yeah, yeah. and you just run around and you basically button mash the crap out of people as far as I can tell and you're it's like castle crashes in three D. Kind mm-hmm. of, yeah. And uh, you're like just Marvel superheroes. So I played as Thor and then it was like <laughs> the thing and like Spider Man Random people just mashed together. It's Marvel versus Capcom without Capcom in a beat 'em up co op style. <laughs> yeah, but it's like the writing was really bad, hilariously bad in a comic style. <laughs> and like the best thing is that like when you're in a party of four, like you come up to a bad guy and they say their cheesy lines, and then your lines are written out. Uh, um, and but you just press A. It's like um an old uh Bioware thing where you just read your lines okay, or whatever. Yeah. And but it, if and, there's and four people, your character doesn't play them out. Doesn't it? yeah, yeah it doesn't isn't voiced. But if there's four people, you can because you have you it tells you who's supposed to be saying the lines out of the four of characters that you're playing mm. and you press a to continue on if you're the person who's assigned right but that means you can literally read yeah, right what's on screen and say oh that's going this that way dr doom <laughs> whatever <laughs> so it's really hilarious you can like play the part <laughs> it's really funny uh, you could just smash and you have this a lot of the characters most of them I can, the thing just seems to be able to double jump but most of the characters seem to be able to like like thor can pretty much fly <laughs> you just press y twice and he just flies and you can spin he's doing his He's, he's holding his arm out like yeah, yeah, a, yeah. like a fist, like this, like comically. But you can hover in the air like that, and you can also spin round, and he of course does this <laughs> hilarious computer game style. You know how yeah, like yeah, static animation sort yeah, of just rotating, static thing. rotation, just like um like in Battlefield nineteen forty two when you go prone and you spin around, it looks hilarious. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like <laughs> you can just fly around and then like you can smash onto the ground, and it's just hilarious, like mindless fun <laughs> yeah so i would i would pick that as a love when most people would that's not even consider it i'll tell you what that does sound pretty cool actually it's it's stupid but it's quite yeah. fun and there's nothing bad about it. it's not buggy or anything as far mm. as i can tell it's just a bit sort of brainless yeah brainless but Which is never a bad thing well yeah. I mean, it can be a bad thing <laughs> so yeah and that happened to be another thing I've been playing, so good for that segment. Yeah, I think some of these like might, might work actually. It's like you know the one the ones you'd have to pick would probably be sort of like aging games to an extent for your love category. True, like, ones that are a bit off the beaten track. Although I am really struggling. You were the one who came up with this idea, and you can't figure it. I know, I know it's my feature, but I'm struggling to actually think of obscure ones that are like maybe I'm just too mainstream. Oh no, there have been a few, and they like Sonic R, I suppose. Yeah, I quite yeah, liked that. That's quite obscure, and yeah. a lot of people think it's crap. So yeah, I, I sort of kind of enjoyed that, and I feel dirty saying that. Well, there you go. Perfect. But I, I suppose it's but then again, we the... like dumb music, so yeah. Oh god, the music. <laughs> the music was incredibly dumb, so that helped. I just like the the, gli- the, the gliding from Knuckles. Is that right? Yeah, it did have that was cool. Knuckles as glide. I like that feel. What there about was... Star Wars Episode One Racer? People don't like that. I like that. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Why don't people like that? Well, like t- um, one point, PC Gamer put it in their top one hundred at like number ninety five or something. Yeah. And then the next year, they were like really embarrassed about it. Acted like, what were we thinking? Right. Like, what's so bad about it? It's it was better good. than the film. <laughs> I'm trying to think of old stuff we used to put. Screamer Two. But that was actually quite regarded. Yeah. I think you're going too old because yeah, yeah. this point video games in general aren't popular enough. Yeah. Fucking Carmageddon, man. Yeah, but that was only unpopular because I it was controversial. Like that wasn't. They weren't worried about the quality of the game. Oh, man. I love, I love that. <laughs> what about Revolt? Yeah, that's a good one because I, I don't even like that and a lot of people didn't think it was that great. I think it got 65% from PC Gamers. Yeah, I thought Revolt on PC was a 
quite actually ahead of its time. If they'd have like you know the physics engine and it wasn't bad, yeah, you know, and and the uh, if if they'd have capitalised more on the level creation stuff, which you know uh, with some hackery was quite deep. Yeah, a lot of people did that. Yeah, yeah it was quite a big community at one point, yeah. and some of it is still going in places. And uh, well, it was last time I checked, which was about a year ago, <laughs> and uh, it was just. I know. I, I thought that was surprisingly good. I, admittedly, the console iterations... Well, when I say console iterations, I mean the one I played, which was the N64 version. Not so good. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, that might be it then. Yeah. Not so Not so great. PC version, fine. Really could have done better with it. I mean, I, I wonder if some of the... Because it did have a sequel on PS2 only. Um, so it did enough, but apparently yeah, there wasn't much cop. Again, but that, that might have been the apparently not match cop that we're kind of used to from the first one. Mm. But no, I think that one was clearly worse, if I remember correctly. Well, it wasn't released on PC. Well, no, I which was a bit flawed. Well, that's that that where the fan base was. You got any likes that no one else likes? <laughs> not no one else, but just few. Well, the obvious one going back is like Hostile Waters, because we, yeah, <laughs> we thought that was awesome, but no one bought it. It was freaking sweet, though. But there's loads of games that were, uh, that that were considered pretty... awesome and no one bought, like Psychonauts. Or, you know, that's yeah. slightly different. That's not controversial to like Beyond that. Good and Evil. Yeah, but it's not like game. everyone everyone still goes on about Hostile Waters even now. Well, they should like do. Like they do I'm with Psychonauts. It. That's true. Beyond but... Good and Evil. Falls. I suppose Dr. Draco. <laughs> Yeah. That that doesn't even count. <laughs> it's not really a game. Yeah, it's like that that's not even a computer game. That's a board game. Board game. In computer form. Awesome well, I think we'll think about that the next time, shall we? Yeah, I think it's an interesting subject because, well, I, as I say, I struggled with it trying to think of some good ones. So, think of the That's not well, really considered good. Like that, really? Yeah, I think so. The first one, anyway. Or yeah. I suppose it had, so. must have done well enough to warrant the sequel. Yeah, I don't know. I think they were just wanted to make the sequel. I don't think they were worried. I mean, yeah, maybe Rare was just like, you know what? We we should have done everything that was in the sequel in the first game. Yeah. Um. So, do you want to give quick first impressions of Deus Ex in the last ten minutes, and then <laughs> and then we'll do a serious discussion next time? If you've sat through the last two hours waiting for the Deus Ex section yeah. after reading the tag list, we do apologise. Yes, <laughs> but but you know it's hard to. I don't know. There's there's a certain amount we don't want to talk about. I guess. Yeah. Well, I could talk about it. You don't want to. <laughs> so give us a quick uh, rundown. Do you like it? It's Deus Ex. What's going on? Uh, it's Deus Ex. Yeah. It's like, I think I'm... It's like, I don't... I is don't, it Deus Ex? I don't agree it with the Deus ridiculous Ex. review scores. That's my main thing at the moment. What are the scores? There's like 94% High. and shit off PC Gamer and... Oh, right. Well over 80 in most cases. Right. And I, like, I don't think it's worth that much, although it is, because you can't. The trouble is that's just review stores in general. It's like, it's, if you go down to like the 70s, that's basically saying something shit. Oh, I know. <laughs> Mediocre level. Yeah. Well, what, and it's clearly Giant, better than that. Giant Bomb gave it for like four. That's out of their five. That's, yeah. That sounds about right. That's about right. But they don't have half stars, so they couldn't really give it three, right. and they couldn't give it five. Yeah. <laughs> so they were fucked. Not fuck, that's fine. That's it. That's no, but right. I think... Well, you think it's worth three and a half, do you? Maybe. Man, you don't like it. Well, I don't, I like it. I just don't think it's incredibly as awesome as everyone says it is. Because it, it is basically just SX with new graphics. Well, that's awesome. I love that. No, but that's not awesome. They haven't innovated at all. <laughs> well, you've got to start somewhere, man. <laughs> no, one has, no one has done uh, anything as good as DSX since... 
That's well, ten I, years. I, I suppose Jesus. the way to think of it is it's like the sequel that should have happened should straight have... after the first. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But they've just waited long enough and it would have been stupid to release a sequel to the original Deus Ex without a new graphics engine. Pe- they, people should have been iterating on Deus Ex this whole time, but because they haven't, we have to reset. Yeah, but the trouble is what they've done is they've made it, made it exactly like Deus Ex. Yeah. Way too much like Deus Ex because they haven't innovated and they've taken shit out, basically. So like They've simplified parts of it. Well, that's what happened with 2, isn't it? Well, well, they took everything out. Yeah, yeah, they took the day. Two is completely sucky. Yeah, but it's like they—it's like the things that they simplified make it like more annoying. And, and there's other things that I maybe don't like so much about it. I don't really like popping in and out of third and first person constantly. Oh, I, I love that in, in see, Rainbow thought... Six New Vegas or of, what? I don't know. New I just Vegas. thought the implement. I don't Vegas. It well, works. I, mean, I don't mind it. It kind of works, but it's just the way it looks sometimes is a bit strange. Like the transition. Two first person is instant. Coming oh. out is kind of a sort of like a swish. Well, that's it? because he, he does an animation to go into cover when you snap into cover and it goes to first person. Yeah. But when you click to go back yeah. out into first person, it just instantly you're back in first person view, facing whatever direction you were. But isn't it a, a click and hold? And you can have release. it hold and oh, I'd probably release. have hold. Because yeah. it, it seems more natural. But if you need you to stay in cover for so long, though. That was my problem. That's why it was like Red Faction where I had it on. On like press the crouch, right? Toggle. I need to go hold it down to stay behind the shit. That's really annoying. And I had to like I couldn't. I was thinking when I was setting up the controls, it was like the cover button was right mouse, and I was like, well, I want right mouse button as my aim button, like iron sights or scope. Well, at least the option is there. Let's put it that way. Mm, so I had to change the cover button onto my side mouse button, like I had for the grappling I can just cause, oh, I which I guess is. I've been using that a lot more recently. When I started using it in Team Fortress <laughs> to do my engineer building, I was like, oh yeah, I actually have four buttons on this mouse. Maybe I should use them for things. Hmm. I'm trying to remember how it works in Rainbow Six Vegas, because you use the left trigger to stick to cover. And then if you move your um, you know movement button up or, or, or up when you're in, in shoulder level cover then you pop out of the top and you're aiming down the sides right yeah or if you're at the edge of cover and you press right or whatever then you pop out of the side and you're looking down the sides yeah but then if you're not near cover I think holding down left goes into iron sights so oh, right. I think that's how it works I see what you mean yeah but it's like not how it works in Deus Ex no um, you just well it's basically the same apart from it's a different button. Right. It's not assigned to the same button, which maybe would have made sense because <laughs> you go, don't go, you don't ironside it while you're in cover, obviously. And, but it, you do it, still go into scope out of cover, I guess. You can have... pop up with a sniper rifle on top of cover and then go into and the scope. And then go into scope. You don't have to go immediately into scope. No, right. I think it could have used. As, and I mentioned this while I was watching Zach play it that you it could probably just have used a little HUD effect, kind of like how Halo does to. Mm indicate when you're to sort of better sort of get that transition right mm. between third and first like halo does the bending of the hud thing when it's through your eyes it's bent around the visor yeah when it goes third person it's not bent and there's a subtle shift between them That's and cool. halo also has that sort of wash effect that will do over the hud sometimes to yeah. indicate that you've gone into your vision you know just a little but the other trouble screen would have been would have been enough i think but the other mm. trouble with the first and third person in deus ex is that it, when you, for but example, that's a real nitpick, really, to be honest. Not, well, not when you're seeing that constantly, and it's constantly jerking your vision around. Maybe, but then it's like it also has the same thing for like the takedowns. Oh, the takedowns are a bit weird. It does like a black fade almost into yeah, the there's, takedowns. There's sequence. like a, a there's like a couple of black frames before the animation starts. Weird. You know what I mean? It sort of goes into the. Uh, oh, not quite that quick. That's not. It's very all, nice. It is faded. 
It's not. It doesn't literally like. Cut I, I away. didn't really notice the fade. To be honest, it was quick enough that it looked pretty solid. But yeah, there is a black phase, and the other weird, the annoying so thing strange. with that is that that when you do the takedown, doesn't necessarily mean that where you do it is where the action is actually going to take place. Oh, it's like, because it's an animation. Take, yeah, because it, it did oh, a double sucks. takedown on a couple of guys leaning out of a window, you know, near looking out of a window, and the animation then happened several feet away from the window, mm. where you're you could have been in view. You know, it's sort of like, oh, this isn't where I wanted it to happen. But then again, you probably wouldn't be in view, because as we discovered when I was taking down those guys in the corridor, enemies will literally just stand there and watch you do the whole sequence without even shooting, <laughs> naturally, because they're dumb. Oh, it's so <laughs> AI is retarded. It's a classic sequence thing. It's like counters in Assassin's Creed. You know, people just stand there while you're doing your fancy. Because there was literally just another guard with his gun out and standing like two feet away while <laughs> I'm punching this guy. <laughs> oh, that's nice, that's excellent, yeah. But yeah, that's the other, it's like the enemies are dumb, the AI is stupid. The classic, like, what's that noise? Oh, it's like, oh, look, there's a guy in a coat. <laughs> it's like, oh, look, there's an unconscious one of my guys on the floor. I'd better very slowly bend down to look at him <laughs> while you're lining up a shot. Rather than just getting on the radio and going, holy fuck, there's a dude here. Yeah, they don't automatically start an alarm when they see an unconscious guy. They just think he might be taking a nap or something. <laughs> Can they get back up after you've knocked them out? Yeah, the, when they do their bending down sequence, if you let that go all the way through, sometimes it will revive them. I'm not sure what the whether they always do or whether it's just occasionally. Because in the original Deus Ex, like if you knock someone out, they were just as good as dead, yeah. weren't they? It is, and that's true in Splinter Cell as well, isn't it? I don't think they wake up after you knock them out in Splinter Cell. So it was like you could choose a lethal takedown or a non-lethal takedown. Um, Non-lethal. <laughs> well, I think I'll just not be a bastard because there's no difference gameplay-wise. Well, it's like I don't... Apart from the fact that when you put your infrared visors down, you can see that they're dead. <laughs> I think in the Deus Ex thing, it's like when you when you knock them out, I don't think they ever wake up naturally, which still makes it that they're effectively dead. <laughs> it's like it, it only they only ever wake up if one of their friends finds them, right? And obviously, you can drag the bodies around so you can just hide them. Wherever and the question is: Is there going cool. to be like story elements that tie into your choices based on that, or well, like a like dark scale, maybe? Sort of. There may be one. We've got two yeah. and a half minutes. Cool. Well, well I'll a, let you know what I think about that, Amy, next time. something else. What was the other thing that I wanted to say about? There have been some glitches with various animation problems. No, any, any, any crazy jiggly boobs? No, you saw the... the uh, oh, yeah. Also, the people models you know are a bit naff. Yeah, the, the faces are a bit strange again. Classically. But, but there have been a... There was a... I, after I showed you that one where where I did the double takedown on those two guys and I clipped through a table in the oh, animation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if it had done it where I was, it probably would have been fine. But because it put me a few feet back, I walk, the animation had me walking through the edge of like a table yeah. <laughs> into this takedown. And then there was, there was another one where I did a takedown and it was like the position of the model of the guy I was taking down was like too low. Mm. So well, like where I was holding his head, his head was like <laughs> five inches below it. <laughs> Classic glitchy Deus Ex. Stylistic vision's good though. Yeah, it looks consistent. It, and the graphics are pretty awesome. Well, I was about to say the graphics aren't amazing technically, but the style carries it. Yeah, that's cool. It's it's you know it's one of those graphics over aesthetics things. I hope, as long as it's not gonna it's not gonna look weird playing this game in five years time. You know, I mean, it'll look dated, but it won't look. I think it'll keep. Shit. I think it'll keep yeah. more of the style for longer. Yeah. We're at that age where I think games will do that. I you know, if you so. build a stylish game. It'll yeah. keep its look for quite some time. And one more problem that I nice. just want to nitpick on before we get to our uh, okay. next time to review is like I don't like the upgrade system much either. Okay. Like this new way where you just get experience points and then you just get upgrade points and you can upgrade on the fly wherever you are. I oh, liked it better when you bots. yeah Such I liked it better when you actually had to go somewhere and do it. Yeah, wrap it up. Oh, and when you actually had when you picked up the canisters, they only had like one of two things in. 
and you had to choose one of them. Whereas now yeah. you can just, all your augmentations are there from the start, and you just choose what the fuck you want. Mm, Which I guess I... gives you some more options, sort of. Right, well, we'll continue this next time, <laughs> and when I've actually played a bit of Deus Ex Human Revolution, God damn it. and I'll let you know. I'll forget all this shit by then. <laughs> no, you won't. You've got, you can't have got that far. <laughs> I don't know. It also seems quite short. But... Well, we'll see. Well, you can just play it again in a different way. Be like all-out killer rather yeah, maybe. than Yeah, maybe. See if that stealth. can actually work. Yeah. Because it doesn't look like it can. No. But we shall see. And there's other problems with that with like bosses and shit, but yeah, we'll come to that. Anyway. I'm sure Dan doesn't want to know. Well, I, was, I wasn't going to tell him exactly Ten what seconds. the boss was. Thanks for joining <laughs> us on the Sidecast. Join us again next time for more Deus Ex and various other games. Well, maybe not. Maybe just Deus Ex. Maybe just Deus Ex. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.